What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, and this week's sponsorship is from your Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and read them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from Toppy Choose, start playing, start strolling, and start listening. You can follow any topics as you simply as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, even for the Kardashians. It will find you on the latest article and you read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, is on there as well. Yes, it is. Shout out to Newsy for that. I start using it as a as my default podcast app. Download and use Newsly for free from now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. Use the promo code Mr. Gentleman that I will also put in the description and receive one more free premium subscription. So you already know, y'all download Newsly now. Check it out. Support them, y'all. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman. Like that podcast. And enjoy the show. You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman. Like that podcast presents the old school show with Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. And the star, Roddy Rod, where we talk anything old school. True. Yes, hello everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, one fourth of the Premier Boy Podcast, and your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hope all is well. First thing first, Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first episode of the new year, and we are bringing you. Gentlemen, like that pocket presents the old school show. Yes, the old school show is back for this episode and the next four episodes. So check out myself and my co-host, Star Rider Ride. Um, we've been going for due to personal reasons, but we are back and we are here to bring you a new episode of the Gentlemen, like that pocket presents the old school show. So on this episode will be a two-part episode. For this episode, we are covering the R&B scene, 2000 R&B scenes, male R&B artists. And next episode, we're going to do 2000 R&B scenes, female R&B artists. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the males and basically dive into our favorite 2000 R&B male artists in this era. So y'all already know what to do. Sit back. Relax, I'll be right back. This is the Star Roddy Rod.
and you are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. In this commercial break, it's brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from, and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also, we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for spin-off semi-Thursdays where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Like That Pocket spin-off series all in one day, where we have a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 a.m., the old school show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m., and we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m., and y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, Gapaz, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. And tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Cheers! My name is Samuel Austin, and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And y'all already know what it is. This is the old school show where, you know, we talk some stuff. But you already know, um, it's been a while since we did a show, and I got my co-host on the show, one fourth of the premier podcast, the star, Roddy Ride. Yo, Roddy, welcome to the Old School Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Old School Show. We talk everything old school. What's going on? You already know. You already know. You already know the last episode we had of the Old School Show was the Michael Jackson episode, the highlight episode with Michael Jackson. <laughs> and that was all the way in, in May. <laughs> and that episode was on fire, according to a lot of my yeah. It was, it was a lot of the, yeah. It was a, it was one of the best episodes from the old school show. No, not well, not like it wasn't the best episode old school show. We we don't know that over In a while, in a while, yeah, in a, in a while. But also the one of the top ten episodes of twenty twenty two. 
So, yeah. so thank y'all for you know tuning in. And yeah, we you know we had a long break for the old school show due to personal reasons. But we back, we back, and we are better than ever. So let's get let's get into it. Let's get into it. So by the way, this is this is season two, episode six. So we are through season two, y'all. And you gonna hear we're gonna hear a lot of us for the next couple weeks. Cause we go we go we gonna have four episodes through the last couple of weeks. So yeah. We back. <laughs> but you know, for this episode, we are talking about the R and B scene for the year two thousand. So Roddy, my question to ask you is how do you feel about this era? Yo, I loved it. Oh my gosh. I, I still listen to these people during this time right now in my in my shuffle. Yes, I agree. Um, now this era was pretty dope. You know, everybody saying the nineties was a good era. Two thousand was a pretty good era as well, yo. Um, I would say that is second. The nineties still yeah. is top. Of course, mm, of course, of course. But it just it just string along in the two thousands because you know most of the people started in the nineties and they they actually had their they actually had their start their first their second album in the nineties. And they were, you know, they were, they were like starting up, and then this is when they started to take off, like really take off. Yes. So, so I'm gonna let y'all know this is gonna be a two-part episode. So, part one, we are gonna dive in R&B artists, male R&B artists in the 2000s, and part two, we're gonna dive into female R&B artists in the 2000s. So, we're gonna discuss the males, you know. Yes. And you know the first artist that we gonna discuss, you know my guy Usher. Let's discuss Usher in the, the year two thousand. Like how you feel about his uh, how his body of work in two thousand? Usher for the two thousands, he was going strong for like three albums, like mm-hmm. eighty seven hundred one. Yep. The infamous Confessions. Mm-hmm. And what was the one name with moving mountains? Here I stand. Here I stand. But for me, I kind of didn't truly like anything he put out after that fully, and that's to be honest. Um, I go hold you. I liked it. I should in two thousand. Those three albums were pretty much one of my favorite. Also, like um, the one after Here I Stand, which was Raymond versus Raymond, but. <clears throat> But yeah, I think 2000 really good, you know. Um, he put out really dope new albums, and I enjoy actually the 2000s. But you know, let let get let get let get into it. We're gonna start off with 8702 that were released in 2001. So before before we talk about the album itself, let's talk about the single of this album. This album had five singles. Yeah, it's a monster and album, boy. Yeah, and I didn't know Ali when I did my research. I didn't know that. I thought it was like four, but it was five singles. We have "You Remind Me." Actually, it was six. Actually, online was six. Whoa. One of them was not a single in the U.S. One of them was not in a single in the U.S. It was in a single in the U.K. called "Pop, Pop, Pop Your Collar." But I heard "Pop My Collar" on our radio. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. Because they played it here, but it wasn't. It wasn't considered a single here. But the five single here were "You Remind Me," "You Got It Bad," "You Don't Have to Call," 
I don't know Future Diddy, and can you help me? I don't remember can you help me. Yeah, I mean, I don't hold you, me either. <laughs> me either. But that was the final single of this album. So, my, so my question, I'm now my question for you is, how you feel about this album, and what were your favorite songs on this album? All the singles was great. I love this album from front to back. Like, um, he definitely delivered for this one. I don't know was definitely something I ran a lot of the time. And you remind me. I know for me, um, this, um, this album, I love this album. This album is really dope. Of course, all the singles, all the singles really dope. You know, I saw, you know, of course, I didn't really hear um, Can You Help Me. I don't remember that song when I heard it. But this album as a whole was really dope. You know, yeah, I, I love the trilogy when, you know, you remind me, you don't have to call, and you got it bad. That that trilogy, when they put those three out together as a trilogy, was pretty dope. And this album, I love, I love this album. You know, this, 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 this was my. That favorite. was real creative. It was, it was, it was. So, what was your favorite song of this album? Maybe I had to say. I don't know. Future I don't know. Yeah. I definitely agree. I don't know. It's definitely. I, I don't know. It's my favorite song of this album too. Yeah, and you know, you can pick one. You can pick one to one, but pick three. Pick your top three. Pick your top three. I don't know. You remind me. And pop my color. I know for me, um, I don't know. You got it bad, and you remind me. So let's talk about some, you know, some achievement off this album, like the you know, charts review, who was on the album, and stuff like that. So of course, of course, Jermaine Dupri, of course, play a part in this album. Jimmy Jazz is a play a part in this album. Babyface play a part in this album. Brian Michael Cox played a part of this album, and many more. On the charts, on the top 200, this peak at number four on the top 200 mm-hmm. at the time. And for top R&B and hip-hop album, this peak at number three. Yeah, so I should so true respect. But yeah, but this was a dope album, and yeah, I should do this thing with this album for real. I'm not even going to hold you. Nope. That's true. He definitely did. So next, we're gonna talk about Confession, that was released in two thousand and four. How you feel about Confessions? Great album, front to back. One of the albums that you probably could listen to whole and not really skip. Sure, I definitely agree. To the day, this is still my favorite Usher album. Now he really, he really did his thing, and also we gotta think Jermaine Dupri. He played a big part on this album, a very big part of this album. So we gotta think. Jermaine it wasn't until later in life that I found out that Jermaine Dupri songs was written. He wrote the songs, and it was really about him. Yeah, yeah, me too. I found out that too. Cause we all started with Usher. <laughs> Even at the time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when we found with Jermaine Dupri, like, okay, it makes, it makes sense. Jermaine Dupri played. Play his 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 artistry into Usher talent, no Usher's, uh, Usher's talent. So that that makes sense. But yeah, now this was a really dope album, front to back, and yeah, um, singles off this album. So let's talk about singles off this album. So <laughs> I got your hold. I got caught up because for the fight, talk about this album. The singles off this album. I think this had a, a whole lot of singles. 
Yeah, he, he ran this album for like a year plus. Jeez, Louise. I tried to look for... So the singles is... Yeah. Um, Burn. Confessions. Caught Up. My Boo. Remember the Ducks edition, My Boo. I believe... Um, go back with a radio single. Go back with a radio single. He didn't have a video for Go Back. No, 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 no. It, it was a radio single. Yeah, yeah, it was a radio single, but it was but not. But caught up. Yeah. Caught up was the single. Yeah, caught up was the single. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's. I feel like it's something else. I I feel like Bad Girl was a radio single as well. I think that was a radio single as well. Bad no girl. video for Bad Girl. No, no Bad Girl. It was a, it was a snippet. A snippet. It was a snippet for back. Oh yeah, snippet in the video, right? When they, when they did um the, the Mabu, but um yeah, and don't forget um Usher did maybe you for um Red Light Seduction. Remember, cause remember they had the um, ribbon um, the ribbon city collection. We had a collection of Usher videos. Oh yeah, yeah, the Rhythm City collection. So they had those videos on that for the special addiction. He was, he was going for the thriller approach here, boy. For for real, for real. I yeah, he really was. He really was. I think that was his mindset when he made confession that he would try to aim for that thriller approach. And he he he, he conceded. He succeeded for the, for that for this era for this year. He 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 he, he made it happen. I ain't gonna hold you. He made it happen. I but, mean, um, yeah. I mean, you know. Michael's such a great person. Everybody looks up to him. So, you know, a lot of people is going to emulate that thriller approach. And this is one example of many. Yes, yes agree. So, now, my, so what are your favorite soap offices out Damn, so many. It is. I hold you. Throwback, Burn, Bad Girl, Caught Up. I, um, for me, Professions, Stow Back, Take Your Hand, Follow Me, and Bad Girl. Mm. Yeah, so let's talk about, you know, let's talk about, you know, how this album did on the charts. Uh, you know, this is pretty much a no-brainer because we did an episode about the Billboard charts, and this was one of the albums that killed it on the charts. The whole Basically, year of 2004, yeah. it was number one. Yep. So yeah, so you know, top um, top two hundred Billboard charts. This one number one, PK number one, top R and B charts. Was it platinum status? You, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get I need to, that. to know. This, this with diamond. This with diamond. And this dude, like I said, this dude, one of my favorite Usher albums to this day. And sadly, I should never go make an album like this again. But this is the amazing album, though. I know, and it sucks because we was we we expecting the confessions part two, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. know it's not gonna measure up. Yeah, no, it's not gonna measure up. Yeah, and I feel like that he do have a release. I guess it should be released this year, part two. I guess, but um, yeah, we see what happened. We see what happened. And the last album we're gonna talk about for Usher is Here I Stand. So let's talk about Here I Stand. I hated it. <laughs> Loving this club was kind of good. 
But seemed like in my eyes it was a um, upset for for Usher as an Usher fan, as a diehard Usher fan. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I enjoyed his album. Of course, of course, out of the three, this wasn't my favorite out of the three. This was my least favorite out of the three. But this album was for for what it was. I think at the time I enjoyed it. At the time, if I look to it now. No, it don't man. give me, it, it don't give me that it don't give me that same same feeling. I mean, of course, it's a certain song that I listen to off this album, but this album don't give me that same feeling that once did when I heard it the first time. Yeah. So, favorite song about this album? Only in this club. I, I know for me, "Love Is Club." What's your name with William? And best thing with Jay Z. So let's see how this how to, let's see how the album did on charts. Cause I know this wasn't honestly this wasn't everybody's album, everybody's favorite album. Mm-hmm. So for the top two hundred, this was the album they went number one. On for how much weeks? It can't be for that much. Uh, I don't remember. It had to be less than, than three. I, I think it probably is less, but um I yeah. for the information I can't see the information the way it says they don't tell me how many weeks at the moment, but Cause the one thing, the one thing about like artists, because of their name and their reputation, they're they're gonna go number one the first week, obviously, because everybody, yeah. you know, everybody's like, oh, this person put something else out. Facts, facts. But it's not gonna stay number one. No, I don't think I don't, I don't think it stay number one. I think it's probably them for that like one week. I think it's with that. I just can't find the information of where how many weeks this was number one. This album did with platinum. This album did with platinum. How, does, how the hell does still want platinum? He has I, a lot of fans. He has a lot of fans. I mean, I, I think maybe kind of love this club helped it out because that was a that was a a, a a big song. Yeah, that was a big song. So maybe love the club, maybe. And love the club was the first. Yeah, that was the first sequel to this album. But yeah, so now we're gonna talk about the next artist, and which next artist is Chris Brown. And how you feel about Chris Brown doing this era? He was dope. Got nothing bad to say about him in this era. Alright, cool. Nah, Chris Brown dope. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, the first album, I, I mean, I was, you know, I wasn't. I, no, I'm gonna get. To, I could get more about that when I'm get to the first album. But overall, for this album, for this era, from this, from this era, he, he killed. He, he Chris Brown really good on me. And I gotta thank one person for that, my ex. Oh boy! No, 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 no name, no name. Yeah, she she played a big part of me becoming a Chris Brown fan. Wow! So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we'll we, leave we, that we, there. Yeah, we'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. So we're gonna talk about the self-titled album, Chris Brown, that was released in two thousand and five. You know, how do you feel about this album? Loved it. Um. You know, his first album, and he definitely came out the gate running with this one. Um, I loved Yo, Run It, Ain't No Way, Say Goodbye, Is This Love, Winners. Mm. Yeah. I know for me, like I said, I wasn't, I was, I was, I was possible with Chris Brown first album. You know, I was, you know, you know, you know, this came out when we was in, in, in Robeson. And you know, a lot of, you know, around the time, a lot of women were hyped with the, 
with the you know the young the young kid at the time. You know we were Chris Brown, B2K, stuff like that, stuff like that. So you know when all the women were like feeling for him, I, it was just like, huh, like I, like, I don't really, didn't really care, you know, didn't really care about Chris Brown at first. But yeah. then until I heard yo, God, I ain't gonna I was a, I was a fan of running. I, I not go front, I was not a fan of running. I, I gonna say that here. But when I heard yo. That kind of changed, that changed my perspective a little bit about Chris Brown. Mm. Yeah, when I heard yo, it kind of changed my perspective. Then give me that. I wasn't a big fan of give me that either. It was like it was like his version. I was like up and down when it comes to certain songs from from this album. You know, it was up and down for me. Give me that was weird because I actually started to listen to like it later. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. Exactly, exactly. I think I think it was because of the remix. Mm, yeah, exactly. That was the same way. Cause now I can listen to my album first album now. <laughs> Completely, I can listen to it now. But back then, during the time, I could not listen to the album. I didn't really like the certain some of the songs I didn't like. I didn't I didn't like certain songs for the album at all. But the but songs like Yo and Poppin' kind of grew kind of grew me to like him like a little bit more. You know, so. Singles off this album, I believe he had five. Oh, so five, he, five singles. Like he had um, Run It, Yo, Give Me That, Say Goodbye, and Poppin'. And Poppin' was also a song with no video. Mm. Yeah. And so what's your favorite song off this album? I think you probably mentioned it already, but say it again. I had so much I said. I said, um, Run It, Yo... Winner ain't no way. Is this love? Um. Yeah. Think I think pop, I think Papa was good too. Yeah. I I know for me with yo, um, popping, especially the remix, especially the remix. Say goodbye. Thank you. Ain't no way. But yeah, but like I said, like that at the time I was a I wasn't a big fan of the first album, but I like it now. So yeah. So let's talk about the chart. Let's talk about the chart. How Chris Brown's first album did on charts. We're gonna talk about his peak numbers, basically how high the the, the album went. So on the top two hundred, the peak at number two. Oh. Yeah, at top one hundred, yeah, the peak at number two. For um R B albums, UK R B album it was number four. But U.S. top R&B album, hip hop album, it went to number one. And for U.S. R&B album, hip hop album, Congo, I went to number four. Wow. Yeah. So next album we got for Chris Brown is Exclusive. That was came out in 2007. How you feel about Exclusive? Um, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge. Fan of exclusive, it wasn't my best. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It was just a couple of songs off of there that that I like. That's it. I'm not gonna hold you. I enjoy exclusive more than um, self-titled. Oh wow, you're, yeah. you're the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, like I said, like as time went on, Chris Brown grew on me. But this album off the back made me like maybe like him even more though. Hmm. I caught the first the first single was Crest of the Boo. The first single was Crest of the Boo, but oh, everything else, every other single that came out of this album, you know, made me like him. 
So the single of this album was War to War, Kiss Kiss, With You, and then later, um, Favor. So what was your favorite song of um, Exclusive? Was Take You Down on this album? Yes, yes it was. And also that shit, yeah, also that was a single too. I don't know why I didn't say it. I don't know why I said it didn't say on it, but this was take you down with a single as well. So take you down and kiss kiss was definitely the only songs I really ran. I know for me, um Kiss Kiss, Damage, Akoya, Down with Kanye, and Fava. Nah, but this was this was a cool album though. This was a cool album for Chris and Gold you. So that's this just wasn't my favorite. Mm, yeah. So 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 the bird boy for this one is um there was this peak at number four on the top two hundred. Mm. And number two for top R B and hip hop charts. I wonder what kept it from one at that time. I'm curious too. It probably, you know, we, we got a lot of RB artists that was out around that time, so and we're gonna get to them too. <laughs> but the last album gonna mention from Chris Brown for this year is Graffiti. How feel about Graffiti? Um, Graffiti was coming out during the time of him, um, with the Rihanna thing, so it was, yeah, yeah. it felt terribly. I, I personally was not um, a huge fan of the songs, mm. but I did. Um, I did like "I Can Transform You." Yeah, the thing about I can hold you. This was one of his underrated albums. Um, even because you know, like I said, mentioned um, with the Rihanna thing. You know, this album didn't get that much promotion. People didn't buy it. You know, stuff like that. But I heard this album. You know, and this album was pretty good. You know, I actually got. I also got a song that I like on this album. I, it, was, it, it sucked that it didn't do good, but we, we get we get the reason why. But you know, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. Um, singles on this album, and uh, it was it was it was it was a lot of singles because you know due to what happened, it, they 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 keep pretty much shelf they pretty much shelf this um this album basically. Um, I could transform you, of course, for the first single. Crawl, crawl was the second single, and then "Sing Like Me" was supposed to be the last single, but but you know, due to what happened, it didn't really came out as a single. Yeah, but, but yeah. So, what was your favorite song? You said, you said I can trip for you. The only song you like on the album? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, I know for me, uh, I can trip for you. "Sing Like Me," I Y A, "Lucky Me." Falling down, and I love you after the. Well, I never gave this album a chance, so I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream it later in the week and see how I feel later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give this album a chance. Yeah, the album is actually pretty good. That's the album is actually pretty good. Sleep it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper. This is one of Chris Brown's sleeper albums, like for real. I'll give it a chance. So next artist we'll get to is Neo. How you feel oh, about Neo? Yeah. You know how I feel about Neo. 
I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, man. I mean, I know, but the, the audience don't know. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> Neil's the man, yo. I like all his work, yo. Let's get to it. Um, I'm not gonna hold you, Neil. Is definitely one of my favorite R&B artists. He kind, of, he actually wanted the reason why I wanted to be an artist at the time of you know when it came to the music. Oh my gosh. Yo, that album. Listen to that. Listen to that album front to back. Like, sheesh, that's such a great, great put together album, bro. Production, writing, everything. No, I agree. That album was really amazing. Yeah, that's one album that you could. Another album that we talk about. You know, that you can listen to front to back, like off the back, like. Like front the back, you like, yeah. It's a well, like a well put, like I said, a well put together album, and you can hear it from front to back. Yeah, so yeah, it's an amazing album. It's an amazing piece of work. Very strong first album. Very yes, there was very strong first first album. So, what was your favorite song off this album? All the singles. Mm. Sexy Love, So Sick. Stay With Me. Then he had a song, I think he had um, a song with Ghostface Killer on that one. Yeah. I like that one too. And yeah. All the singles. Uh, thanks for reminding me. So the single folks this album was Stay With Me or Stay with Petey Crack, So Sick, When You're Mad, and Sexy Love. Now those were the singles. Uh, my favorite song off this album is So Sick, When You're Mad, Mirror, Sexy Love, and Let Go. Oh, I like Let Go too. Yeah, that's the, uh, shout out, Stargate killed this album though. Stargate killed this album, like for real. They, they were the production? Yeah, they were the production. Sheesh, they, they, they did this album like it was a Timberland album. Facts, facts. So, so let's talk about Billboard's and you know, achievements. So, on the top 200, this album went to number one. I don't remember, I don't know how many how many weeks, but this album was number one on the charts. For um, top US R&B and hip hop album, it also went to number one. This album was two time platinum. Two time platinum. Oh, dear. Yep. Man, like I said, this was a good body of work, Neo, man. This was a good body of work. So, next album we got is Because of You. How do you feel about Because of You? I don't think... For, from, for me, it didn't... It wasn't as strong as the first one, but it was still okay for a Neo album to me. Mm-hmm. And there was um, another album after this that did better for me, but that's my opinion. <laughs> no, um, I agree. This um this was a good album. This was just wasn't my favorite new album. 
I, the single, the song just wasn't hitting me. Yeah, yeah. As much as it was the first album, that's just how I felt. No, 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 no. Um, I definitely agree with you on this. Um, I definitely agree with you on this. What were the singles though? So let me, I'm gonna get to right now. So Neil only had four singles off this album, um, because of you, do you later also later it had them um, and Mary, can we chill and go on, girl? Missing the panda was now on this one. No, the, we, 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 will, we will get to that. We will get to that. We will get to that. No. Nope. Oh, I don't know what it was. Okay. Nah, nah, but yeah, but this this was on the second album. So, what was your favorite song off this album? Do you and because of you, but I don't know. It's like these days, I don't even care to listen to this album like that. Yeah. Um. To be honest. Because of you and Go On Girl, those are the only two favorite songs of this album. Yeah, um, and 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 do you and do you do you as well? Do you as well? But um, and also um, someone I'm crazy with him and Jay Z. But other than that, that's really it. This was not my favorite new album at all. I'm not even gonna hold you. But let's see how this album did on the charts. So this album did went to number one on charts for um, for top two hundred. With winter number one. I wonder also, how much weeks. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I wish I could find that information. That's all about. Yeah, we, we probably, I'll probably find it later. But also, the album went to number one on top R&B and hip hop charts as well. And the album went platinum. Oh. And, and let's carry on. <laughs> Next album we got is Year of the Gentleman. <laughs> How you feel about this album? This was his comeback. Mm. Because of you was was not was was a sinking tank for me, but this was his redeemer. And this album definitely delivered. I I used to listen to this album front to back. Um, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, you already know. I always spoke about this. This was definitely one of my favorite new albums. You know, um, I, I can listen to this album all the time. I do this album to the day. Also, this album was the reason why I've named myself Mr. Gentleman. So, this album, you know, played a big part in my life as when I'm, you know, finding myself. So, the album played a big part of that, you know. So, yeah, this year. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> this album is a dope album, and like I said, it played a big part of my life. You know, one this is one of the albums that played a big part of my life. I can tell. Yeah, 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 it did. So, um, the singles of this album: "Closer," "Miss Independent," "Mad," "She Got Her Own" with Jamie Foxx and Fabulous, and part of the list. So, what were your favorite songs of this album? I have so many to name. <laughs> you ain't no name it, son. Like closer. Um nobody. Single. Miss mm. Independent. Um Fade in the background was kind of good too. I just listened to the whole album. I ain't gonna hold you. This whole album is fire, son. Like, 
And like I hold it, this is one album that's hard to pick a favorite song, but I could pick a favorite song, but it's hard to pick. But all them, every, every song on this album is just amazing to me. Like, this is not an album where I can listen to front to back, no skips. But if I had to pick a favorite song, if I had to pick, um, Closer, Nobody, Single, So When You Cry, So When You Can't Cry, Lie to Me, Why Does She Stay, and She Got Her Own. Like, this yes. Is, like, this was just amazing album, man. Neil. Yes. Jeez, jeez, man. Neil, man, jeez. So, how did I'm on the charts? Which I'm, I'm shocked about this. This album went to number two on the top of 200 charts. I'm shocked about that. This album should have been number one. But this album was number one on the top R&B and hip-hop album charts. All right. And also, this album, <laughs> also, this album went platinum. Okay. Yeah. Yep, Nia, my guy. So next artist we're gonna talk about is T Pain. So how you feel about T Pain? T Pain has some good stuff. Let's get into it. Alright, so I ain't gonna hold you. When I first heard T Pain, I was like, "Who is this guy?" Because he sounded so different. He sounded completely different with, with anything we used to during the era. But of course, Auto Tune always been out because, you know, shout out to Roger Trashman and Zach, you know, who made Complete Love, I Want to Be a Man. But T Pain brought it to, you know, to that role. And he made, he, made, he made it sound good. He made it sound good. And he, I believe, he influenced everybody else to do it later down the line. So, yeah, um, T Pain, I mean, I'm, at first I was questionable by T Pain, but then I pretty much became a fan later. So let's talk about T Pain first album, the rapping. I think it could be hard to pronounce. The rapping, Tretton, Sang Gun. T Pain first album. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about his first album? I like the, I like the singles from the first album. I don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't listen to I, I didn't listen to his album, but I just like the singles. Um, I'm not gonna hold you. When it first came out, I didn't listen. I didn't listen for his. I didn't listen to that when it first came out. I heard his full album later down the line, and mm. and it was pretty. Well, at the time, you know, like I said, I wasn't a big T Pain fan at the time when I first heard the first album. So you didn't care for like that. Yeah, yeah, because it sounds so different. But but the, but the more I hear I Sprung, the more it's, it's grew. It's, he grew to me basically. He was one of those albums that grew to me. But um, yeah. Single of this album was I Sprung and I'm in love with a stripper with Mike Jones. Yes. So do you so do you so do you have a favorite song about this album? Both of those singles is it. There's nothing more because I didn't listen to the album. So I, I I know for me I'm Sprung and um Studio Love. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a good debut, but it just wasn't my you know at the time, at the time, at that time, it was about a cup of tea. It was later, it was later down a lot that I learned to appreciate this album, you know. So on the Billboard charts, this album peaked at 33 <laughs> on the Billboard charts. And for the top R&B and hip-hop chart, peak at 8. 
and this, this album went gold. Mm. Yeah. So next album we got is East Picks. How to pronounce Epiphany, which came out in um 2006. T second album. How you feel about this album? This album was good, but I mean, I didn't even listen to albums. I was just picking off the singles. <laughs> All right, well, well, For I, him, I of talk, course. Well, I could talk about, about this album because I actually heard this album. Like, so um, this album is actually pretty good. I I, I have uh, basically a lot of the single, a lot of the album on my old laptop. Cause I had math song on my old laptop, and this album was one of them. And this album was pretty dope. This made me. This album made me a fan of T Pain. It made me respect him, and it made me a fan of him. All because of this album. So the singles off this album is, of course, "Buy You a Drink," "Shorty Snap" with Young Jock, "Bartender" with Akon, and "Church." What were your favorite songs of this album? Buy you a drink. It's the only song I like. <laughs> there you go. Being honest. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's good. I know for me, buy you a drink, bartenders, suicide. Cause that was a, that was a really, really deep song. And it was, you know, show you how. I gotta check out that suicide when done. Yeah. So on the Billboard charts, this album went to number one. Oh wow! Yeah, on the top 100 Billboard charts, this went to number one. On the top R&B hip hop charts, this went to number one. This album was two-time platinum. So yeah. And the last album we're going to talk about for T Pain is Three Rings. Have you heard this album? How you feel about it? I heard it, and it was a weird. I don't know. I feel like it was a weird type of album for what he was trying to accomplish mm-hmm. I don't know it's just it's just it's just it was it was it was just a weird album for me and I guess the only song I really cared for was the um chopped and school song I'm uh, not gonna hold you this weather I gonna have to agree I heard I heard this album before and this was a weird album but it was pretty good in my opinion you know the features of the album were pretty interesting though they had Diddy on this album. They had Mary J. Blige on this album. They have Hank Devon on this album. New Soul Child on this album. Wow. Ciara. Yeah, what a heavyweights. Kanye, yeah, this album, yeah, yeah, this album was pretty interesting. You know, um, yeah, I mean, this wasn't my favorite T-Pain album, but but for one of it was a good album to me. You know, stuff like that. The singles off this album was "Can't Believe It" with, T- with Lil Wayne, "Chopper Screw" with with Ludacris. Freeze with Crip Brown and Boom. So, what were your favorite songs of the album? Just Chopped and Screwed. I, for me, was Ring Little Man, Chopped and Screwed with Ludacris, Freeze with Crip Brown, and Therapy with Kanye. And also Change with um with Akon, Diddy, and Mary J. Blige, mm. which is which, which is another deep song. On the Billboard charts, the album went to number four on the Billboard charts, and for the um, top R&B and hip hop charts, it went to number one. And this album went gold. 
Damn. Yeah. So next we got Akon, who signed T Pain, who was one of his artists. So how you feel about Akon? Akon was good. I like his stuff. Yeah, Akon was definitely a different artist, man. He's definitely unique in his own way. I like Akon. Akon, I feel like Akon was one of the dudes that started that different, different sound, you know, through that, through that era. I said, how you feel about the first album, um, Trouble? Trouble was okay. Trouble was good. All the singles I like. I didn't really check out the album itself, so I don't know how the album itself was. Um, I agree. I agree with you on this. Um, singles was pretty dope. I didn't listen to the full album of Akon. I did hear her Akon album, but this wasn't the full album that I listened to. But from the single, it's really dope for the singles. But um, um, this was probably one of the albums that I might have to listen to now and see what see how it is. So singles off this album is Lock Up, being with Style P, Ghetto, Lonely, Belly Dancer, and Pot of Gold. What? Never heard of Pot of Gold. Me, me either. <laughs> me, me either. I've heard of Belly Dancer. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like Belly Dancer. I ain't gonna hold you. So <laughs> what were your favorite songs of this album? Just Lock Up? Locked Up and, locked up and Lonely. I know for me a locked up and ghetto. Alright, so let's get some chart review on this. So um this album Trouble peak at number 18 on the Billboard charts. And peak at number eleven on the top hip hop and RB charts. This album went to platinum. Mm. Yep. So next album we got from Akon is Convict 2006. How do you feel about this album? This album was a this album was cool. Like this album was definitely a good one. Yeah, this was one of the albums I actually did her for Akon. This was a definitely this was a good album, especially all the singles. This album, this album was cool. This album was cool. This album was cool. So singles off this album, they had a lot. Yeah, six singles off this album. Yeah, smack that with little with um Eminem. I'm gonna love you with Snoop Dogg. Don't matter, Mama Africa. Sorry, blame blame it on me, and I can't wait. I like I wanna I like I wanna love you and don't matter. Mm. I know for me with smack that. A mama Africa, and it, it don't matter. Yeah, but this was a cool album. But I can I can talk more about the next album we got for Acorn. But before we get to that, um, the chart review on on the top Billboard charts, it went to number two, and on the top R&B hip hop charts, it went to number two. And this album went six top platinum. Jeez Louise! <laughs> wow. This album was six top platinum. Oh wow! So next album we got is Freedom that was came out in two thousand and eight. So I don't Freedom? know this one. What was? I don't really? know about Freedom. Alright, so so I'm, I'm gonna tell you about Freedom. So I heard this one. Um, I heard this album in full. This is this album is a hype. Um, the, the singles of this album was 
He had four singles. Right now, nah, nah, nah. I'm so paid with Jeezy and, and Lil Wayne. Beautiful. With um, content official and Cody and Brian. And we don't care. Mm. I know for me, basically, the songs I really like for this album, basically, was pretty much all the singles. Basically. I don't know. After 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 the last album, I tuned out from from um Akon. I never really cared for this one at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard I heard this album because this was one of the albums that was on um I had on my laptop, so I definitely heard this album. And you know, it was it was an alright album. It was an alright album. It's not really much to say. About of course, I like I like Beautiful more than anything. Though. That that's a dope song, Beautiful. That's that's song became big. Oh wow. Because if you remember, they played they, that, that, that was a pop song, so you know, you're gonna hear it like everywhere. So, yeah, so on the, on the Billboard charts, they went to they went to number seven on the top Billboard charts and number three on the top RB hip hop charts. And this album went oh wow, this album did not went anywhere in the US. Wow. <laughs> Outside the U.S. didn't do okay. No, it, it did okay outside the U.S. It didn't do good. It didn't go no platinum or nothing on in the U.S. Oh, it went, pla- it, it went platinum in the U.K. and went two time platinum in in Middle East. It like basically you know all the other you know countries. It, it did good, but it didn't do good in the U.S. Dang. So next artist we're gonna talk about is Bobby B. Bobby Valentino. So how you feel about Bobby Valentino? I love Bobby Valentino, man. Let's go. There you go. You know, um, he put he, he put out some good R&B music. I'm not gonna hold you, especially um, in the 2000. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bobby Valentino fan. So dope, dope, dope artist, dope artist. So let's talk about the first album, self titled How you feel about self titled Bobby Valentino? I didn't listen to the album, but the singles was on fire. Yo, I'm gonna I'm tell you this right now, Roddy. Listen to that album, son, because that is like a classic R&B album from front to back. Is a front to back album? Okay. Yes, yes, sleeper album, son. Like for real, like this is what I really do about this album. Did not get this album did not get enough credit. At credit? All. No, people like, don't even mention it like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really dope R&B album. Like for real, like. It's a really dope Barbie album. I feel like this, this is one album that deserved more credit, you know. And you know, shout out to you know Ludacris because he was a, he was a part of DTP, you know, doing this album. So yeah, this is this is a really dope album. A real, this is like pretty much a real Barbie album, man. That deserves Got it. Credit. So the singles on this album: "Slow Down," "Tell Me," with a little Wayne, and "My Angel." So what would your favorite song of this album? Slow down and tell me. Uh, I know for me, slow down, tell me. My angel, come touch me. I forgive you. Love angel. Life down low. Yeah, this is this is one of the albums that the front and back album that you know um I'll be like I can listen to front and back, you know. Got it. So on the Billboards, they went to number three on the top mm-hmm. two hundred Billboard tries. Wow, wow, that's a, that's impressive. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, on the on the hip hop, the R B chart, this went to number one. Mm. 
And it and it went gold. The album went gold. Alright, so next album we're gonna talk about a special occasion. How do you feel about special occasion? Um Special Occasion was not a strong one for me. Hmm. What was the singles on this? Um Turn a Page and Anonymous. Yeah. I didn't even check out the album. I just know about Turn the Page. Um, I, I heard the album and I agree with you. This was not a strong album. I mean, I like a couple of songs from it, but this was a strong album at all. You know, this is stuff like that. Yeah, this was probably the album that made the, the label rethink what he what they wanted to do with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. Go go on with the facts. So, um, my favorite song off this album, I do have favorite song off this album, though. Um, oh, wow. Turn the, page, turn the Page, Anonymous, um, Real Brew with Little Chris, and... Real Brew was cool. Yeah, Real Brew, it's one more. Um, If I Have My Way. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, so, Charles on the Charles boat, G. Louise. <laughs> it went to number three on the top of Billboard charts. Okay. Went to number one for for a top RB hip hop charts. And this album did not go any platinum number nine. Yeah, the, the label the label was really concerned with this album. Yeah, it really did. Cause next album he wasn't with, he wasn't with the album he wasn't with the label no more. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> go on though. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so next album we got is The Rebirth. How you feel about The Rebirth? I only like the, I only like Beep on there. I didn't even know. Um, I'm not gonna, on me. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. This album was pretty good. Oh, I'm gonna check was, it out. Even though he wasn't under Ludacris no more, this album was pretty good. Um, no, it, I, I enjoyed this album. I listened to this album. Wow. Yeah, let's see. This album pretty dope. Um, singles of this album was "Beep Beep" and "Hands on Me." My favorite song of this album, um, "Beep Beep," "Hands on Me," um, "Make um, Be My Love," "Make You Say," "Give You My Heart," "Your Smile with Little Wayne." Wow, he had a song with Wayne on there. Yeah. You know, I might, I might check out some Bobby Valentino this week. Yeah, yeah, no, this was a cool album. This was a cool album, you know. Um, of course, it wasn't like the first album, but this was, this was a cool album. Some of the songs are really dope. So, on the Billboard chart, they went to number seven. Mm. And, you know, for him to leave the label, this, this is pretty decent, you know, for him to leave the label, you know, stuff like that. And, and on the top, RB and, Hip hop charts, it went to number one. Oh, impressive. Impressive yeah. comeback. Yeah, even though this album did not go um, any platinum status, but. Yeah. Still impressive it's, status. Yeah, for what for what for, it, did, it did what it's supposed to do, basically. You know? Yeah, it, it's, it told people he's back. Yeah. And this was the time that he was actually jumping on people's songs as exactly, a. Exactly, exactly. Because by the time he did like, Little Wayne, even Little Wayne did a lot of songs together. And people, people, people didn't realize that him and Lorraine did a lot of songs together. 
you know, and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I think? You know yeah. what I think Wayne should do? Yeah. Put together a collective of album with with a whole bunch of R and B features. Make that shit like very long, but I doubt he's gonna do that at this point in his career. I mean, no, I go. Oh, that would be pretty dope, man. Cause a lot of his R&B, a lot of songs that Lil Wayne did with R&B artists would be pretty dope, you know. For example, I know they are. For my B, Babyface, and you know stuff like that. Like that collab, I, I would want the Lil Wayne. Make that happen, my guy. Make that happen, Lil Wayne. Make that happen. We need the hardcore fans want that. Facts, facts, agree. And then you could drop your rap up at the end of the year. Do 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 like a do like a Drake when he dropped two albums in the year. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So next album we got next artist we got is Mario. How you feel about Mario? Mario's cool. I I was impressed with the whole versus the thing that he really really was a great singer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always been a Mario fan. You know, um, when Alicia Keys was praising him when he first came out on one oh six. Saying that she got a new artist coming out named Mario, or who is on J Record, who was signed with Clyde Davis, and then we heard Mario. That dude was really talented. My thing about Mario is that he never gets the respect that he deserves. He did. Yeah. Like he so that dude was so talented, but he never gets the respect that he deserves. Like you mentioned about the verses, I happy that he got that respect now. He getting that respect now, but yeah, no. All right, so we're talking about the, the first album, self-titled. How you feel about the first of the self-titled? Man, I've heard most of the songs on here over the years. This was definitely a, a real banger for a first album, bro. It was. Um, I, you know, you know, in my house we had a CD, so I heard this album all the time, and this was definitely a dope first album. He, he killed it for his first album. He definitely killed it. Yeah, and um, let's talk about the singles of this album. So we only had three singles of this album. Of course, we had Just a Friend, Break My Hair, and Come On. Mm. So what were your favorite songs of this album? Just a Friend, Break My Hair, Two Train, and Could You Be. I, I know for me, Just a Friend, Come On, Two Train, What Your Name Is, Holla Back. Put me on. Yeah, it's a lot of songs. Fun yeah. fact: on two train, Alicia Keys killed it on the background vocal, Joe. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, she did background vocals for I think for most of the album actually. But I know, I know definitely for two train. You can really hear it for two train though. Got it. Yeah. So let's see um, chart review. So, so on top two hundred chart, they went to number nine. And for top R&B and hip hop charts, it was the number three, and this Ooh. album went. And this album went to gold. Damn, for yeah. such a for such a rich good album, it's such a disappointment. Yeah, it could have done. Yeah, it could have done better. Honestly, it could have done better. But one, thing I, but one thing I didn't notice that I didn't know I didn't know that Mario put out four albums um, during the time period though. I didn't know that. I thought it was only for three. So the second album is Turning Point. How you feel about Turning Point? Turning Point is great. 
Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, Turning Point was a good album. I heard this is another album that I had in my, I got, I still got it in my, in my crazy CDs. And, uh, this is what I about to listen to all the time. A lot of dope songs. Like I said, very underappreciated though. He, he was very underappreciated, but at least that he got his first number one for this album, which is with them, Let Me Love You. Yes. Yes. Let Me Love You was definitely a song that ran that, one of the songs that ran that year. Yeah, but he did. And yeah. this was the eye opener for him to become a worldwide be wrong superstar yeah, but a, lot, a lot of people didn't know who he was before this song because they played it on every radio station at this point yep and also we got shout out to New York he wrote the song too so that's another thing too yeah yeah they, 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 they won a lot of awards for this as well yep they did they did so the singles off this album was let me love you how could you here i go again and boom Boom, I'll feature um, um, wow, Juvenile. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what were your favorite solos now? Um, Here I Go Again and Let Me Love You. And How Could You? Um, Let Me, let me Love You, Here I Go Again, Boom, How Could You, Could Say No, and Nike Fresh Out the Box. And light me real hard. So I so this album went to number thirteen for the top two hundred Billboard charts. Mm-hmm. Number two from top R B hip hop charts. The album went platinum. Oh wow! Yeah. So next album we got the. Yeah, I mean, the album itself is going to be higher, but, but yeah, you know, he, he, he killed it, so he killed it, you know, yeah. Next album we got is Go. So how you feel about Go? I didn't listen to Go. Oh, wow. Um, just, yeah, yeah. I said, I think at this time I wasn't really checking for albums like that. Got it, got it. I mean, you know, it came with the time, came with the time. But you know, I, I did hear go. I actually had the album in my house, and this was a, a decent album. You know, it had it had a lot of dope songs, though. Wow, really? A lot of dope songs on this album. Um, the single of this album was "How How Do I Breathe," "Crying Out for Me," and "Music for Love." So, so. My favorite was the singles. How do I breathe? Music for love, crying out for me. Um, I know for me, um, go. Because you know my guy Pharrell, Pharrell produced that. Crying out for me, Skipper. Music for love, Crit the Night with Rich Boy. How do I breathe? No definition with Timberland. It, it got a lot of those songs. You even have someone Neo on, on this album too. Where's this gonna be? Yeah, this album, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed this album. So on the Billboard charts, they went to number 21 on the Billboard charts. And for top R&B and hip-hop album charts, went to number four. Yeah, this album did not do good at all, sadly. 
And then the last album that we're gonna mention from Mario is that released in 2009 with DNA. Oh. Yeah, how you feel about DNA? It's funny, I didn't know that he put out four albums within the the time period. D. Let me be honest, DNA. The singles wasn't hitting enough for me to listen to it or check for it. Even though I heard the whole album, this was not my favorite Mario album. Damn, disappointment for you too. Yeah, it was disappointing for me. Because at the time, I was hyped for this album because I heard a lot of like leaks. A lot of leaks. I'm like, oh, snap, I'm already back on that album. But when I actually heard this album in full, it just wasn't my, my favorite Mario album. Of course, I like some songs off this album, but this wasn't my favorite Mario album, though. Got it. So the singles off this album... Oh, he came up with four singles. Um, Break Up, called with Gucci Mane and Sean Garrett. Thinking About You, Stranded, and Ooh Baby. I remember Ooh Baby. Yeah. So Ooh Baby and Breaking Up was my only singles that I liked for myself. Um, my, my favorite singles, um, I enjoy Break Up. I enjoy Ooh Baby. Before she said hi with Big Sean. And I miss my friend. Mmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it with that album. So next, we got my guy, Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas. So how you feel about Carl Thomas? Carl Thomas is dope. You know, to me, Carl Thomas is another underrated artist that should have got a lot more credit. You know? She should have got more credit, in my opinion. Definitely a dope artist, in my opinion. So let's talk about the first album, Emotional. How you feel about Emotional? Emotional? <laughs> I didn't listen to the album, but I love the singles. Hmm. Um, I listened to the album. This was a pretty good album. Wow. Was, I listened to the album later down the line. I didn't listen to the album when it came out. I heard this album later down the line, and... This was a good album. I like a lot of, it was a lot of songs that I didn't know about back then, but I know when I heard it later down the line, it became one of my favorite songs. This was, this is better, this was another RB album that shit got more credit. You know? So let's talk about, let's talk about the singles. So the singles we got for this album was Summer Rain. I did, I did, know, I did not know Summer Rain was the first single. I always thought I wish with the first sequel. Me too. I never knew Summer Rain with the first sequel. I'm, I'm a little shocked about that. Summer Rain, I Wish, and Emotional. And you said the singles was your fa- your favorite songs, right? Yep. So I'm going to piggyback on that and agree with you, but also add Superstar. Mm-hmm. And it's another song that he had on his album that I enjoyed. Trouble won't last, which is the interlude, but I, I love the interlude. And giving you all my love. Got it. Yeah. Next album we got for Carl Thomas is Let's Talk About It. Which I which I own this album. How you feel about this album? On Let's Talk About It. This album was okay. It was pretty okay. I did I did I didn't hear it mm. when I was in somebody's car, so I did, but I didn't own it. Well, I got a little fun fact. So, let's talk about it with not the original album title. 
What? The, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The original album, album the original album's title was called Rebound. Oh. Yeah. A rebound the song on it. Yeah, rebound the song on it, yeah. I don't know what was the change for the title, but but yeah. Um, that talk about it is um the official title, Rebound with the original title at the time. And one thing I did not know, I look at the, the rebound title, and I did not know Ty Triple wrote the song. Ty Ty who? To that? No, Ty, 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 you know the guy who um who do gospel? Yeah, I didn't know that too. I just look. I, I just look at the credit. I'm like, wow, he wrote this song. Wow, that is wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, 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 I didn't think he did anything for R&B at all. I didn't. I'm. Oh, I didn't know. He, I'm sure about that. That's that's wow. That's amazing. So the singles of this album. Sorry, that the singles not listed, but I I know the singles of this album. So, single off this album is She Is with the Ella Cool J. Mm-hmm. My First Love. Mm-hmm. And, and Anything. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make it all right. Yeah. Make it all right. Make it all right. I, do you have a favorite single off this album? Make it all right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course she is. Make it all right. I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna add on the my first love. That was that was a song that I really love for a very long time. Me too. Like, I kind of like that song too. Wow. Yeah, my first love. Um, any, anything with another song that I like on this album. Uh, let me know and, and rebound and, and work it out. And also for the and for the bonus, but I don't think this is on streaming service. That he had a song with Kanye West. Oh, well, called that the way you do, and yeah. So on the charts, this peak at number four on the charts, on the top Billboard charts, and on the top R&B and hip hop charts, it was number two, and it went gold. Mm. Yeah. So the last album that we're going to talk about from Carl Thomas is so much better. And how you feel? If you have you heard this album? No, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> okay, because so I'm uh, not surprised. Because I'm going to tell you the reason why nobody heard this album. Because this album, for some reason, is not on streaming service. I don't know why. But this album is not on streaming service. Good thing I, I heard this album a long time ago. <laughs> before they took it off streaming service. And um, it was, it was a cool album. Was it his best work? It's... I feel like more people need to listen to this album, but this is a cool album from what I heard it. And um, I'm, I can't even say the single because the single's not even listed. So, but if I had to take a guess, so much better with the single, you know. I also enjoyed also this album was um Late Night Rise my debut with E40. Mm. Yeah, and this was a cool album. I mean. This was a cool album. I'm going to try to listen to it more so I can give like a better review about it. Because since it's not on streaming server, I can't really say that much about this album. But from when I heard it a long time ago, this was a cool album. No. And like I said, I just say Carl Thomas deserves more, more respect. Mm-hmm. No. So next we got, next I'm going to talk about Jamie Foxx. How do you feel about Jamie Foxx, the artist? He's talented as hell. I just wish that he would have um, 
bought out a lot more music and his label that he was with would have pushed him a lot more to become a to, to make multiple albums you really don't agree with you um, um jamie Fox is a talented artist my mom i kind of agree with your i wish part but i'm gonna change it up a little bit i wish the R- that jamie Fox would put more r&b albums than like try to keep up with the times now you know we're, we're always album they came out where we try to keep up with the culture now but i feel like you should have continued with the rb route because you got a talented artist you got a talented voice to use that i feel like more people need to hear that more of that rb music you know when it comes to jane fox so let's talk about his album um unpredictable which by the way when it's the second album everybody can say this is first album and we'll put after that too but this is actually his second album so let's talk about unpredictable and that's because nobody knew about his first. Yeah, I, I didn't know about Unpredictable. I didn't know about his first album until like later down the line. Until like later down the line. Probably like twenty like around twenty ten. Uh, then when I found out that it, it, he had a, like a first album. But but because This album was good. Yeah. This album was good, man. Like the singles sheesh. Unpredictable. Um, I fall for your type. Best night of your life. I like oh. all of them. Oh, I'm in the wrong album. Yeah, you're, you're in the wrong album. Well, you fall for your type like later. <laughs> okay. Unpredictable was on Unpredictable and um, DJ Play a Love Song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, this album, no, this album, this was, I had this album. I still got this album. Um, this is another front to back album. Really dope album. Our Jamie Foxx killed this album. Like G. Louise. You know, um. So the singles of this album is um, Escalator with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unpredict- Unpredictable with Ludacris. DJ Play a Love Song with Trista. And Can I Take You Home? Mm. So, what's your favorite song of this album? I just said it. Oh, yeah, I'm pre- yeah, so unpredictable when um, DJ played this girl love song. Okay, got it, got it. So I'm going to say unpredictable. I swear it's in with Kanye West. Can I take you home? Um, you still got it with Common. And do what I will do what it do. Mm. So let's talk about the chart review for this. Um, So then I they went to number one on the Billboard charts. This album also went to number one for top RB and hip hop charts as well. And this album went two top platinum. Mm. You know, shout out to Jamie Foxx, man. This was this was an amazing album, man. I didn't wish you put up more RB album album like this. And next we got Intuition. You know, which came out in 2008. How do you feel about Intuition? Overhyped for me. Overhyped? It wasn't, yeah, it was overhyped. It wasn't, it wasn't my best thing. Um, I, I think it was so because of, and 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 I think that's my opinion because it was the singles that was. Yeah, uh, I, get it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, this I was I I agree with you because that, that this is what I talk about when when it came to like the the meanwhile to do more R and B type albums. He would, you know, like each album, he tried to shift away from that. 
And I get it, you want to evolve as an artist, but dude, you got a talented voice. You you can kill it with, with R&B, with R&B like album. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say that a lot with Jimmy Fox because that man's talented, man. Like you know, I mean, even though I like this album, but I I, I think I prefer, I would prefer more of an R&B like album. Um, I'm gonna keep it 100 on that. But um, the singles of this album. But just like me with Ti, mm-hmm. she got her own with um with Neo and Fabulous, which also was on Neo album as well. Blame it with T Pain, which won him, won him a Grammy, by the way, and a number one hit. I don't need it. And Digital Girl with Drake, Kanye, and the and the Dream. Um, what were your favorite songs to the album? Has to just be, has to be. I didn't really care for nothing else on this album. Okay, got it. Um, even though I do got a few favorite songs off this album, um, you know, I like the I don't know, I like the slow, I like the weekend lover. Uh, of course, she she got her own, of course, and this little girl, and number one with um little wave. So the chart review for this album. But let's see. Chart review is this album went to number three on the top 200 Billboard charts and number one for top RB and hip hop charts. This album went platinum. So next, we will go to the next artist. Even though you know people consider him as pop, I felt like this era people was also consider him as RB. Because he started working with a lot of hip urban music artists and this person I'm talking about is Justin Timberlake Justin Timberlake how you feel about Justin Timberlake dope that's what I gotta say <laughs> nah Justin Timberlake is a dope, dope guy man he, I, I, love, I love the fact that he switched, you know, he switched over to urban and he killed it on that lane you know he killed it on that lane I'm not gonna hold you so the first album we're gonna talk about for Justin Timberlake is Justified that came out in 2002 how you feel about Justified? I wasn't a big Justified. Um, I, w- I wasn't big on Justified as an album. Mm. I only liked it on Crime and Root for this, that album. I, um, I ain't gonna hold you. I heard Justified because my sister had the album in the house. So I heard this album a lot. And as time went on, I started to like this album even more, you know? Oh. Yeah, I don't like the album even more. I enjoyed this album. And, you know, shout out to Timberland and shout out to Pharrell, because they both work on this album together. So, so that made me like it even more, both of them, both of my, both of my favorite producers on this album. So, yeah, I enjoyed Justified. And yeah, this was the first debut solo album for him. So, and out um, the gate, y'all. There you go. So, the singles of this album, some reason and not li- I mean I, I know the singles are obvious but not listed here for some reason but but the single of this album is Like I Love You with the Clips Cinderita Cry Me a Rebel Rock Your Body and my favorite song of this album is all singles Oh No What You Got Last Night and Let's Take a Ride oh and um, Take It From Here Wow. Now, for real, like I said, um, 
Pharrell and Timberland on the same album. Majority of the album is the Neptunes, like, yeah, you know, I love the luck too, so, yeah, you already know, I'm a big fan of Neptunes, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we face on this album, if you have one? Just Prime Me a River. Prime Me a River. Alright, so let's talk about some chart review of this, of this album. So, this album debuted at number two, this album peaked to number two for the top 200 Billboard charts. And went to number two for top R&B and hip hop album charts. I told you it went to the other side, y'all. <laughs> you know, I told you it went to the other side, and it went three times platinum. So next album we're gonna talk about is, oh man, this album, Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise, this album right here, Future Sex Love Sound. One of the greatest albums of all time. <laughs> Jeez, jeez. Definitely one of the greatest albums. Definitely one of the greatest albums. This is definitely one of my favorite albums. Another album that I love from the back. No. no it shot. felt like he was going for the Thriller Potion. Yes, yes. It's funny because two artists in the 2000s were going for the Thriller Approach. Usher with Confession, Justin Timberlake with, with Future Sex Love Sound. This was definitely a... a, a Dope album. I love the album from the back. Yeah, you know, this was an amazing album, man. Lazy album. So, um, let's talk about the singles. I know this album had a lot of singles. A lot. A lot of singles. And it won many awards from this album, too. Grammys, Album of the Year, Pop Album of the Year, Best Hip Hop Song, Collaboration with My Love, What Goes Around, you know, also for Record of the Year. This, he, he. This would make Justin Timberlake a legend. This album alone, you know, I won't say that. I'm making a legend. So yeah, six singles: "Sexy Sexy Back," "My Love" for Ti, "What Goes Around Comes Around," "Love Stone" slash "I Think She Knows," until the end of time with later with Beyonce came out and later, and "Summer Love," which which was a single but did not have a video. So Damn. Thought, yeah. So what was your favorite song off the album? There's so many. Like, I just... The production just had me fall in love. Like, this album is just... Yeah, like you said. Can't even choose. There's so many songs, bro. Ooh, for real. Like, this, this album... Like I said, Timberland did his thing on this album, like for real. He put his blood, sweat, and tears in this. He really did. He really did, man. Shout out to Timberland, man. Um, no, let me go first. I I could I could pick a favorite song on this album. Even though I love all the songs, but, but I love all the songs. But if I had to pick a favorite song, um, because the titles, the title track, Fifty Second Love Sound, Sexy Ladies, Later Fifty Second, um, was on the remix later, later, Sexy Back. My Love with T.I., Love Stone, What Goes Around, Come Around, Chop It Up with 3 Six Mafia, Damn Girl with Where I Am, A Two to the End of Time without Beyonce, like I said, without Beyonce, <laughs> don't, don't kill me, y'all, um, Summer Love, Losing My Way, I, the whole album, man, the whole album, the whole album, I, 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 I give it to me, Roddy, this is hard to pick, this was hard to pick. But, um, let's, let's, but yeah, 
I was just gonna say, um, it's hard for me to pick a song from this, but hearing this, hearing this album front to back, I have to give it a, a 10 out of 10. And I do still stream to this day, um, what goes around comes around and until the end of the time, anytime it comes up. I agree, me too. Me too, dog. This album is still one album. Can't even skip it. Like, is that, me, is that me, good? Me, 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 the, me, me, the, I can't even skip this album, man. I want JT, though. This is another album that I wish JT could make again, but I'm not sure if he could make another album like this. He, he tried with 2020. He tried with 2020 experience. Even though I love the album too, but it wasn't. It wasn't this, you know. It wasn't this. But um, the the thing about artists when they make classic albums is so hard to replicate or bring the magic again because the high expectation is already there. We've seen people who do, who do it and come close, but it just never reach the same amount of substance yeah agree 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 so chart review for this album of course it went to number one on the top billboard chart it also went to number one on top rb hip-hop charts um let's see how many top platinums go four top platinum damn i i shot I, I thought this would go diamond i'm not gonna hold you Mm. I thought this would go diamond, but four top platinum. It went diamond on. It went diamond elsewhere though. It went diamond in Russia, but in the US it was four top platinum. Sure. Facts, facts. Next, uh, let's talk about B2K. Only reason I beat Adam in because of the next artist. But before we, we get to the next one, we got to talk about the, the the place we went before he went solo. So let's talk about B2K. How how you feel about B2K? B2K was a phenomenon. That's all I gotta say. Uh, I agree. Um, I don't have much to say about it either. Um, they were a phenomenon. <laughs> did you did you listen to the B the B2A albums? Sadly, no. Um, I did either. So I just, I don't have much to say. I just want to say that um, I didn't know that they released three albums in the same year. It was they literally released- the same exact year. Yeah, same year. Uh, they had the self-title, then had a Christmas album, then also had Pat Amount Money and that had the pop up and stuff like that. So yeah. And then of course later they broke up. And then this next artist went solo, which was Omarion. And this is the main artist we'll get to. So let's talk about Omarion. So how you feel about Omarion? Omarion man. His first album was kind of good. I'm not gonna hold you. I slept on the first album a little bit. I slept on it, but I listened to it later. When the album I listened to later, it was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, I mean, during the time I didn't listen to the, I didn't listen to the, um, the first album during the time though. Cause I was, I would do, I would do thinking about Mario as B2K Mario. I was thinking about as solo artist Mario. Got it. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't look. That's probably why I didn't listen to this album at the time, you know. But of course, I listened to I listened to the album later down the line, and it's a pretty good album. It's a pretty good album. So the singles of this album was "Oh Touch" and "I'm Trying." 
I love all the singles. Yeah, um, I agree. I know I didn't like O at first, but O I grew on me later. I did off the back. I like the touch of the back. Not only because Pharrell produced it, but it was a good song. It was a really good song. And I'm trying. I agree. I try it. And also, I I I wish. I wish. I wish as well. Mm. So next next I'm gonna talk about Twenty One. Now this was the album I did have to talk to Mario. But how, mm. but but how you feel about this album? Um. Oh 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 oh. Hold on. My bad. My bad. Oh oh hold on. My bad. Let me remind. Let me remind. I went too fast, buddy. My bad. I did the chart review. I did not do the chart review for this. So the chart review is this album went to number one on the top two Billboard charts, top hundred Billboard charts. Also the top RB and hip hop charts, it went to number one as well. The album went gold. Okay, now okay, now that I took about 21. My bad. Now that I took about 21. I went too fat on that one. I freaking I freaking love X Icebox. Mm. I would listen to Icebox for ten times. Like that's that's how that's how much I used to run that in my iPod. Nah, me too. Me too. And yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this was during the the height of the iPod season. Yeah, you know it was. It was. I, I had an iPod too, so trust me. <laughs> now nah, we just letting the audience know who, like, wow, you had an iPod. Yeah, yeah, because you know this is the Oscar show. We can mention iPod. <laughs> Oscar show. No, but this album, this album is a really good album, man. Front to back, this is one of the albums I really did enjoy from Marion. This maybe a respect about the artist. This album, and yeah, I I enjoyed this album. I love you enjoyed Twenty One. So the same. Man, listen to the album as a whole. Mm. But this is actually a good work. Yeah, it's a good work. It's a good work. I like I like this album. I call that every song. I not every song I like, but but I like this album though. I, I do have some fan songs of this album. So the singles of this album is Entourage and Icebox. I believe you already told me your favorite song was this album, right? So yeah. The Icebox. I know for me, also was Icebox. Timberland killed that song, man. Timberland killed it. He did, bro. Wow. Like, wow. Also Entourage. Also enjoyed Entourage. Also, song called Accession. Pharrell produced that. He killed that song, too. That song was dope. Y'all listen to that song, Roddy. Right. Also, Midnight. Midnight was another song I like. Also, his album. And I think that's it. It's just that, just that sexy. And I think that's it. The that album was actually pretty good. You know, um, top Billboard charts, the album went to number one. Top 200 Billboard charts. Also went to number one in the top RB. I expected that. Yeah. But the album did not go platinum or anything. They didn't say. Wow. Yeah. So next artist that we're going to mention. I wonder is, if this is why he was shopping around. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because after wow. this, he was on MMG and then Young Money for a while. Then I don't know. Uh, was he? No, the next album he had after that was the Face Off album with Bow Wow. Which, which I'm not going to get into that, you know. You're not going into that, but then he had another album called um, Illusion after. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was in 2010. But next we're gonna talk about you know, first well, before we go talk to the actual next artist, we gotta talk about his background 
where he come from, the first he was in the group called Immature in the nineties. They changed their name to IMX in nineteen ninety nine. Mm. Then they had then they had another album called Self Titled in two thousand and one. Did you listen to IMAX album? I know you. I know you is a Marcus Houston fan, so now I added him. I did not listen to album, but I did listen to singles. Like I remember, um, the singles for that album was like "Stay the Night" and "My First Time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also listened to "First Time." That was a really good song. I believe R. Kelly wrote this. So, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he wrote this. Yeah, he I know that. Yeah, he was saying that. I don't know that. Uh, uh, Kelly actually, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to talk too much about this guy, but but he wrote, you know, a lot of songs for Marcus Houston. Believe it or not, shocking enough. When we, we when we get to the solo piece, he actually wrote a song for him doing the solo piece too. But um, yeah, I didn't listen to this album in full, but I did listen first time, and that was a really dope song. The singles of this album, we can mention it. Singles of this album is Clap Your Hands Part 2, First Time, Beautiful You Are, and Ain't No Way. I believe The Stay the Night was on the last album. The Stay the Night was on the last album. Chart Review, G. Luis, just did bad. <laughs> Chart Review, Top was 200. This one, 126. Wow. Yeah. Top RB and Hip Hop Charts. This went to 26. Damn. Yeah. So now let's talk about, you know, let's talk about the, the, the MH. Marcus Batman Houston. Marcus Houston. Oh, you, yeah. How you feel about Marcus Houston? I had this album, my boy. <laughs> so, you know, I had to, you know, you know, I listened to it from front to back. I know you the did. Singles and the, the singles and the and the album cuts. Yeah, so, what are so, we so, doing? Yeah, so so we so, so we talking about MH. So you so you you heard MH. You heard MH, you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, I mean I heard the first album, um some song for the first album. That's actually a pretty good song. So it's a pretty good album. I like some of the songs his album. The singles were that girl. Clubbing, pop that booty, and because of you. My favorite song off the album was Clubbing, which, which this was the song that we were by R. Kelly wrote. And, and that girl. And, and Neil wrote that girl. I did not know that Neil wrote that girl. The thing about it is, like, you can tell that Neil wrote it because the style of the song. Like, you can tell that it got, it got that Neil style. And I'm not gonna hold you. I found the demo of Neil singing this song. Like, I'm, I'm like if you can afford, you can afford that. To me. I'll be. I'll be oh, I got, oh, I got you. I got you. When we go off the air, I'm gonna for you that. I'm gonna see if, if I can find it. If I got to find it, I'm for you that that demo. That's a pretty dope demo. But yeah, so let's talk about see. Let's see how this did on the charts. So, um, on the top 200 charts, this was number 18. The peak at number 18. The highest was on the chart at number 18. For a top. R.B. and Hip Hop Charts, this was number five. Mm. Daddy just had no um stat, no um status or no no um no platinum status. Platinum status, yeah. They were sleeping on my boy for this first album, man. Like 
If y'all listening to this old school show, check that album out. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm check this out before. Um, I'm gonna check this out before. Three um, album work. But Let that man I- some strings. Wow, this one, this, this yeah. album is good. A lot of people like this one. 
Yeah, so and number one on the top R&B and hip hop charts, but it was, I'm not sure if it was um, platinum or not. And then he came up with one more album during the the 2000 era called Mr. Houston. Have you heard of Mr. Houston? No. Um, I I remember I, you sent I remember you specifically sent me one song from there, oh, and that was a song with um. With Soldier Boy tell him, and then I just didn't have no interest after that. Oh, I think that was, I think I know what you're talking about. I think that was the I think that was the next album. I think that was, that was 2010. I don't exactly. Let me see what Mr. Houston had. Um, I don't think I never. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I never heard this album. I don't think I I don't I don't think I heard this album. I can't. I'm sorry. It. I didn't I didn't care for this one. I'm yeah, looking at it right now. I don't even know. I don't even know the song. Yeah, before. me either. I never heard about. I never. I never listened to the album. But if I could talk about the singles, the single they have for this album is "I Love Her," "Body," and "Case of You." I feel like "Case of You." I heard "Case of You" before. I just don't remember it. But um, yeah. Let's see how they do the charts. Um, <laughs> Billboard charts. This was number sixty-two on the top two hundred Billboard charts. Nobody heard it. Yeah, I said number 12 on the R&B and hip-hop R&B in my chart. So, yeah. They this is when he really fell off, man. Yeah, pretty much. But, but shout out to him. He do killing it in um, like the acting and movie thing, though. It just, he just came out with Step, Stepmother Part 2. Yeah, I seen that last week. I mean, I like to hold you. I enjoy Part 1 more than Part 2. But Me was, too. I enjoy Part but, 1 more. But, but clearly, it's going to be a Part 3, so... I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see that. So next album we got, next artist we got is Day Twenty Six and Donnie Klein. How you feel about them? Um, their stuff is um, I listen to it, but I don't know. It's just like something I can't listen to all the time. For some reason, it's not lasting for me. That's, that's just my opinion, though. No, I get it. I get it. Um, no, the, actually, I could listen to Detroit Six. Shockingly enough, I could listen to Detroit Six. You um, go then. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I could. Um, they, they, are, they're cool artists. I can't say the claim for Donnie Claim, but but they don't get sick. I can listen to Detroit Six. They actually got a, a decent body of work. It was and not bad body of work. It's decent to me. It's decent. So, but of course, backstory for Day 26, that they was on season four of Making the Band, and they were the finalists, and they won, that was what formed the group Day 26, that they claimed would one at the sixth guy, and he went solo. So, let's talk about the first album for Day 26, Day 26. How you feel about Day 26? Um, the, the album, the album. The album, I didn't really, I didn't really, other than like a few singles, I really didn't um, like it that much. I liked it um, exclusive, of course, and got me going. Yeah. I mean, um, I liked the singles. I liked the, so the, the album. I think it was a pretty decent album. I liked a lot of the songs of this album. Of course, it wasn't the, yeah. the greatest, but I, I enjoyed this album. The single of the album got me going, and since you've been going. Oh yeah, and since you've been going was was the one too. Yeah, which which are all my favorite songs. Also, the ad is co-star, come with me, silly love, in my bed. 
Don't fight the feeling. It was a it was a pretty it was a pretty decent album for me. I enjoyed J.J. album. I ain't gonna hold you. I am not gonna hold you. So chart review on the Billboard chart. I was never to number one on top of two hundred charts. Also went to number one on top R&B and hip hop chart. They don't have the information if they went on platinum or not, but no, yeah. Then they're calling out the second album for album in the day. Ever in the day, I did listen to this, and I did, I did go to uh, Manhattan and buy this album myself. Mm. Like, what do you think about the album? Better, it was a better put together album for me. Mm. I agree with you. I agree with you. I I enjoy this album more than the first. I enjoy this album more than the first. Um, yeah, this is a pretty dope album. So, the singles of this album was I'ma Put On Her with Jeon Jock and Stadium Music. Some reason, it's weird because they only looked at those two as singles, but a lot of the songs had videos for it. Like, no, you are not lying. Like, so Good did have a video. Like, So Good had a video, Girlfriend had a video, Then with Then There You had a video, um, The Truth Is A Lie had a video, like, a lot of songs on the album had videos. Just getting started, like yeah, and perfectly blind, like like a lot of a lot of songs off the album had videos. But it's less than only two two of the songs of singles. That's weird. But um, this album, this album, my favorite songs. I I had a lot of favorite songs on this album. Just getting started. I'm gonna put it on her. On stadium music by Paula. Perfectly Blind, So Good, Girlfriend, Baby Maker, I Need That with Jimmy Dupree, Your Hill, then, then, then There's You with Neo wrote the song, but I found out recently, yeah. This, this was uh, My this favorite was songs was So Good, Girlfriend, Your Heels, and um, I'm gonna put it on her. Yeah, and I think, and I think the fellas have more right creative freedom, like written in the song, because a lot of them credit for writing the song for this album. Not like in the first album that they didn't have that much credit at all. So, yeah, this was a this was a really good album for Day Twenty Six. Yeah, on the, Bill, on the Billboard charts, it went to number two for top two hundred Billboard charts, and number one. For top R&B and hip hop charts, but of course, of course, um, I'm gonna have to mention this guy, Donnie Klein. Have you heard Donnie Klein album? No. Um, I heard some song and it was okay. <laughs> I, 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 I was, I, um, the thing was, I feel like Diddy was trying to make a bad boy version of Justin Timberlake with Donnie Klein. I believe that. But it just didn't work out that way. No, it didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, he does, don't get me wrong. Danny Clay is not a bad artist, but I think what they presented to him, he couldn't handle it. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what, that what I felt about that. I wish that he would have got, like, you know, more, a little bit more, you know, notoriety. I was curious to know more about Danny Clay, man, but. But I know he's doing his thing on the independent scene right now, but yeah, you know, that's all I can really say about that. 
Yeah. I think so. He's doing yeah. his independent thing. I think so. He, I, I, I was looking through the research. He do put out albums. So All I'm like, right. hey, he do put out albums. Okay, cool. Nice, nice. So next article, we're going to talk about Case. How you feel about Case? Man, Case is my boy. What's going on? <laughs> now, Case is the water, man. I enjoy Case. I enjoy music. Yeah. So let's talk about um the album Open Letter. How you feel about Open Letter? The single, I didn't listen to Open Letter, but the singles alone are a freaking knockout. Mm. Tell you, bro. No, I, 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 I didn't hear the album in Florida either, but I agree with you. The singles was amazing. So of that, um, of that album, the singles were amazing, amazing. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So the single of this album was, of course, Missing You and Not Your Friend, which were two of my favorite, um, singles as well three songs as well so yeah so let's talk about the charts so on the charts this album went to number five on the top 200 billboard charts and number two on the top rb and hip-hop charts the the thing is missing you was such a good song but there were but this was 2001 yeah when a lot of people was on their game yep you had you had the whole Ja Rule, you had the whole Nelly all over the place, you had a bunch of other people that was killing it at the time. Yeah, I mean... So, that Missing You song was very good, but it was never, never going to make, it was never going to top the award shows and everything, because of yeah. who was out during that time. Yeah, it kind of got lost, lost to the shuffle because it was so much other dope artists and music out at that time. I get you. I get what you mean. I completely get what you mean. So, yeah. And I think Fabulous had that, um, I'm so into you around then, too. That was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was just, uh, that was a lot of dope. Soon we got we to do a 200 hip-hop um, um, scene as well later down the line. But, but next album we're going to talk about is Case. The Rose Experience. Have you listened to that album? I definitely did not. <laughs> I did not eat. Well, I did not, but I, but I heard the first single before, though. The first single was Shoulda, Coulda, Better. Shoulda, Coulda, Better. I did hear that song before, but I never really heard this album before. And I believe I heard this song only because it was on my... You know how you get the mixing when you buy CDs? You get, like, the mixes? Yeah, yeah, I do, because I used That's, to do it, too. yeah. That song was on that, but that but that song came out in two thousand four. This album came out two thousand nine. So this song pretty much came out a long time. It's like yeah, so, so it's weird. So, but I feel like, like but I feel like this is when this is when he wasn't getting promotion. I agree. I think after this he left his label. Do the frustrations, and I agree yeah, he, he had every yeah. right to do that because, like, nobody knew about this album and nobody was bumping it. I agree. I, I didn't know about this album, so when I was doing research, like earlier and seeing with like albums and stuff like that, I did like the road experience. I did not know about this album, so and you know I, I'm, I'm I'm a big music head, so so yeah, it's just yeah, crazy. No, um. So let's talk about the charts real quick. So the single, like I said, single was should have known better, and the other single was lovely. Mm-hmm. 
the charts, they were they hit the peak at number one hundred eleven. Yeah, nobody heard it. Yeah, top Think about charts. Yeah. If yeah, ladies and gentlemen, think about charts. If if you're not hearing about people being on the charts like thirty and below, nobody heard it. Basically, basically, that's 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 true. Basically, and uh, on the top RB hip hop chart, this is number twenty-two. Nah, this this is terrible. Yeah. So, so but next we're gonna talk about Donald Jones in the two thousand. You know, um, he had two albums in two thousand. I am very, I mean, first, first thing for how you feel about Donald Jones. I mean, know, I may know how you feel about, him, but let the audience, let the audience know how you feel about him. Yo, he's talented. He's great. I just wish that like his music was more on top of the game during the time he was out because. He was overshadowed by a lot of other talented guys. Yeah, Donald Jones is a dope, is a dope artist. I, I always like Donald Jones music, you know, stuff like that. So, um, and let's talk about Life Goes On. And I had this album at home, so the hype feel about this album, Life Goes On. Uh, the album, the album cuts, I didn't really care for it. Mm. But the single was good. I mean, to me, um, this album was cool. I know, of course, I do a lot of guys, a couple of songs that I like. Um, it's not the best album, but this album was cool. I enjoyed the album a lot more when I was younger, when I got to the album. I can't say the same now, though, about this album. So, yeah. The, yes. single, of, the single of this album is You Know That I Love You and Put Me Down with Style P. Yes. Yes. So, um, basically, those basic singles are your favorite songs of the album. Yes, only the singles. Didn't he have a song with Lil Kim on this one? No. Um, did he? Nah. nah There's the next one. The, probably the next one. I know those two ones my favorite song, and also Where I Want to Be Part Two. I, I love Where I Want to Be Part Two. Uh, where I Want to Be. This part wasn't two. the one that had You Know That I Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like that song. Good. Yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know that I love you. Put me down, and where I want to be, part two was my favorite song. Of the you know where I, you know you know that I love. It's the song I like. Yeah, that's the song. That's the song. So on the Billboard chart, this peak at number three on the top 200 Billboard charts, and number two for the top R&B and hip hop charts. This album with gold. Next album we got is Journey of a Gemini, which came out in 2006. How you feel oh, about yeah. this album? How you feel about this album? This was a good album. I honestly streamed it like recently. Yo. Mm-hmm. Underrated for D for Donald Jones, bro. Why, why wasn't this album promoted better? Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard some songs of the album. I don't think I never heard the full album. I might need to hear the full album because I just found out Ryan Letty wrote one of the songs. Oh, my guy. He wrote um start better start talking. Oh really? Yeah, that was actually a single. Yeah, that was a single for him? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, so yep, yep. So that's the first single, better start talking. Second single was I'm gonna be, and Una Na with the third single. My favorite song on this album is I'm gonna be, especially girl. But now I'm, I might have to listen to the album now. I'm 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 curious now. I might have to listen to the album. 
You know my favorite singles. <laughs> I mean, yo, I'm gonna be with the clips. I know, I know. <laughs> and then Special Girl was definitely a, a a good one as well, and something with um, Portrait. And there's a couple of other stuff that was up there that I, I can't remember. Oh, por- Portrait of a Woman. Yeah. And you know, um, the thing, especially Girl, it also was one of those songs that was on my big CD as well. So I heard oh, that song like way before this album came out. But the thing was, I didn't know this album came out. <laughs> so it was, it was, I found out the album came out um, later down the line. That's, that's the it wasn't it. promoted. It wasn't promoted at all. There was another. This is the bad part for R&B artists is that later, late, later, late, late R&B artists they they start promoting their um their albums for some reason. Like they start to hear about their music less later down the line. It's weird, you know. And it's and, like you know, it kind of sucks. It can hold you. It it really sucks, and it makes you harder. As a as a hardcore fan to to keep up, yeah, the dude, I'm not gonna hold you because it's like a lot of people who knows about certain things they don't know that this person had other albums, this person had thing they only know about what they hear, yeah, or if the album was popping because of the um because their early work, their later work. A lot of people don't know about it. Like there's some people who. Who knew? Who didn't know that? Um, of course, this album, but he also did a couple of other albums too. Yeah, he did. Yo. But yeah, we're gonna take a short break, and we will be right back. We're gonna continue this conversation. I am Jimmy Uriah Star, and you are listening to Mister Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yeah, we are back on break, and we're going to pick up where we left off. So, next artist that we're going to talk about is John Legend. So, so Star, how you feel about John Legend? Um, I'm not an OD huge John Legend fan, to be honest. I'm just a here and there person with John Legend. Mm-hmm. Not an OD diehard guy for him. He is okay, though. I really respect his music craft. And I like to I am a John Legend fan. He is a talented brother. He's very talented. Like okay. what maybe what maybe draw him into his music is most people might not know about this. So where he he seen background for Jay Z Encore. I did not know that. CC did go. He also did background for for Alicia Keys. You don't know my name. I did not know that. Either. And many other stuff, because he's hit the background for a whole lot of stuff before he actually started his solo projects. So, I'm and also, a, I'm a bride. Yeah, and also, he also did Laurel Hill too, Everything and Everything, which I didn't find out about that on two of the verses. He did the verses. Right. So, yeah, you know, John Legend is a talented brother. I always love all his music, all his album. With the, I mean, I can hold you, his, his latest album a little bit questionable, but. Every other album he put out with was amazing to me. So we all thought of with the first album, Get Lifted. How you feel about Get Lifted? Get Lifted, he he knocked it straight out the park. I listened to Get Lifted. It was on repeat with the people in my house. Man, one of the classics. 
definitely. Um, yeah, this is definitely class. Definitely um, brought this album. This is definitely a classic. This on John Legend. This album also helped me inspire as when we were doing the music scene too. Like, oh wow, really? he was a, he was another artist that inspired me. Like, when we were doing this, there was a few artists that inspired me. Dia was one, John Legend, Ryan Leslie, and yeah, many more. You know, so yeah, you know, um, John Legend to get lifted was an amazing album. Another album that I can listen to front to finish. Yeah, dope singles. This was a dope album, man. This was a dope album. So you already know, before I ask you about your favorite song off the album, we're gonna talk about the singles off this album. So he had four singles off this album. You know, the first single was Used to Love You with Kanye West. All Day People, which was a big, big song. Or um number one with Kanye West, on and Shocker. I would did not even know that was actually a single. But I, That's what I thought it was an album club. I thought me too. I thought that album got as well. And so high with the last season. So high. Mm. So so what's your favorite song on the album? Get Lifted was definitely one. Mm. Used to love you. Mm. She don't have to know. Mm. And number one. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Um the prelude in Let's Get Lifted. She used to love you. She don't have to know, number one. So high, ordinary people, of course, and even like the song where he did with his family. Uh, I don't have to change with with his family. So, yeah, you get lifted with a you know a really dope album. See what sound he sound he was sound with Kanye. Good music, and oddly, Good News was a dope label. So I used to love Good Music, son. I'm not even gonna hold you. I used to I love Good Music at the label. Yeah, I used to love Good Music at the label for real. So yeah, so we go. So now we gonna dive into the charts. You already know. So for top two hundred Billboard charts, it peaked at number four. For top R&B and hip hop charts, it went to number one. And this is two time platinum. So yeah, you he know, get it. He really did. This was a, this was another dope debut album, like for real. So the next album that we gonna dive into is once again. No, John led the second album. So, how do you feel about this album? I don't know. I don't. I, I wasn't strong on the. I wasn't strong on the, the album as a whole. Mm, okay, okay. I know for me, um, this wasn't my favorite album, but this was still a good album. Overall, as an album. Yeah, I mean, as an album, it was a good album, but it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't yeah. my favorite. Yeah, it was a good album, but it wasn't my favorite though. And like, I, like, but I had to re-listen to it. I actually re-listened to it a couple years ago. And it's and it, it basically more, you know, better than when I first heard it as when younger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, but this, this wasn't my favorite John Legend album, but it was pretty much still a good album, though. It did good it did get reviews, though. It did really good in reviews. So, yeah. So the single for, the single for this album, and dang, he has seven singles on this album. Wow. What the hell? Go on. Wow. And it's crazy because I, I remember most of them because I had I had I brought a lot when I had iTunes, I brought I brought most of the songs off this album, so that's how I remember most of the singles. Yes, Stuff people, like there was an iTunes there was iTunes back in the day. It really was, yo. It really was. When I had and an iTunes iPod. was definitely definitely something that was a game changer after the whole um, Napster and the the LimeWire thing was calmed down. 
that was a real that was a really a, that was a fact that was a real fact though because once I, once they yeah. once the streaming started to go down people i was definitely on itunes and buying itunes off the ipod and yeah that's how we did our music during that point I did too. I was I was the exact same way. When when we started downloading music, I started getting iTunes, and that when I started um buying music online and stuff like that. And it was an amazing feeling. So the singles off this album is "Save Room," the first single, "Heaven," mm-hmm. I, I, I did it again, "Slow Dance," "PDA," "We Just Don't Care," which honestly that was the only one I did not really like on the album. Off the singles, honestly, "Studio." Which I didn't remember that was a single. And show me. Wow. Yeah, seven was, singles. That was, was something, boy. Yo, I honestly, I ain't hold. I did not know it was seven singles on this on this album. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, but were they heavily promoted? Um, I know Save Room and Heaven. Heaven was definitely promoted because they played that in commercials. They played Heaven in commercials, so Heaven was definitely promoted. Heaven. Yeah, heaven. Heaven. yeah, heaven only no, heaven only no. Yeah, they played a commercial heavy, so that's how I remember that song a like a lot, you know. But what would your favorite song go? What were your favorite songs off the top? Only save room and heaven. I I know for me it's save room, heaven, and show me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I did like the slow dance, but. Mm, it, it, it was a it was a song. So so the chart. Let's talk about the chart real quick. So on the top um, two hundred Billboard charts, the peak at number three, and the top R&B hip hop chart, the peak at number one, and this was platinum. This went platinum. What? Yeah, this went platinum. This, yeah, this album went platinum. Yeah, this went platinum, son. Oh my gosh! I didn't know that this album was so huge during that time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, actually, this album was it was shockingly huge. I mean, you remember, I mean, yeah, I remember we was under the time. We were under Kanye. Kanye was pretty big around that time. Kanye, this is 2006. Kanye just um probably released late registration, or probably was like probably after the registration. So yeah, John Legend was pretty getting big at the time. You know, I wonder if he won awards for this because I know he won awards for the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely won awards for the first one. We won the artist, um, best R&B artist for the first one, our uh, best R&B song. For this one though, um, let me check real quick. I don't think he, I don't think so though. But let me. Because if you want platinum, somebody had to give him something. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't see nothing about awards or nothing for this for this album. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't but, make sense that he was platinum. Wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think here's the thing. It it could have been the single that came out that could have helped it make platinum. Cause heaven was like I said, heaven was a big song. Like like you like heaven was a commercial and stuff like that. So maybe that could have helped it. And probably and probably based on that single could have helped the album grow. Yeah. So, sometimes sometimes they have they have a they have a lot of good singles and the album yeah. just do great. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just yeah. off the strength of the single. Yeah, cause I gotta hold you. A lot of singles, but not great singles. So I'm not even gonna hold you off this album. 
I didn't even know about none of that until you told me seven singles, my nigga. I, I knew some. The thing about it, I knew some of them because I brought them off iTunes. But I didn't know all these was. I didn't know it was seven though. I probably thought like maybe five. Nah, because I, I don't remember studio. I don't remember studio as a single. So, I don't remember. Right. Um, I remember again. Um, another again at a single either. But yeah, let's dive into let's dive into the next one. And next one we got Evolver. Sean Legend's third album that was on um, 2008. So, how you feel about this album? I didn't check it out. Mm. Um, at the time, I didn't listen to the whole album at the time. I heard this whole album later, and this was a pretty cool album. This, this basically was John Legend trying to basically change up his, his, his shift of his, um, you know, what he, his, his music, basically. This was basically his, his Evolve album, basically. That's why it's called Evolver, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, the singles, you know, the singles of this album. He had four singles of this album. Um, Green Light with Artist 3000. If you're, if, you, if you're out there, everybody knows. And this time. And I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I like the older singles of this album. I'm not gonna lie. I like the older singles of this album. So, so yeah, so um, so what? So do you have a face on this album? Only green light. Green light. I, I know for me it was green light. No, with Andre three thousand. It's over with Kanye West. I like the quickie with Brandy. Cause Brandy was on the album as well. Oh. Uh, everybody knows. Um, this time I remember this time was on um season three finale of the game. Did they play on the season three finale of the game? And if you're out there. So this song I played on the game, I gotta look it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the season three finale. Remember when um Darwin and Melly got married? They yeah. played that song right there. They played that song right there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fun fact. And you already know, let's do the charts review. Hold on, let's see, let's see even more other chart reviews to make sure. I know one thing though. The song with Kanye West is not on streaming service for some reason. I did I guess because of copyright infringement. It is the sample with um remember the F30V song? The da, 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 the remix to anything. There you go. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it, it had that sample for it's over with with John John Legend and she Kanye West. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a dope. So I just suck that people can't listen to it because copyright infringement on every streaming service. I hate that man. So let's see how the let's see how the chart did. On the top two hundred charts, they went to number four. The peak at number four, the highest with number four. And for top RB chart, this high the highest is number one. And this album did with platinum. <laughs> this album did with platinum. So there you go. So next we're gonna we're gonna dive into a group. You know, they were out in the night. They was they were one of the biggest groups in the 80s. You know, they broke up, got back together in 96. Broke up again, and got back together in the 2000s. And got signed by Bad Boy. New edition. New edition. <laughs> and, you know, doing this review, it just made me realize something, buddy. What? Yo, Bad Boy had a lot of groups in the 2000s. Like, a lot of groups. If you think about it. I do think about the- it, yeah. They had New Edition, they had Day 26, they had 112, 
You want to add female that had dream, that had um, Danny Kane, and and Happy Five. Like that way had a lot of RB groups, which was crazy. I, I didn't realize it until I had to really do this, you know, do this, do this research. But yeah, but none of these yeah. groups really made it except like that's one that, That's the sad point. Except for one twelve, yeah. Except for one twelve, yeah. That's the sad part. All right, let's move, yeah. let's talk about this stuff. Yeah, so you don't know, um, ah, this, this probably a no brainer, but how you feel about new edition? No brainer, new edition. They're hard. dope. I call new edition dope, but you know when they came back a new edition in in the two thousand for Bad Boy, I'd be proud, but not included in the group. So we did Ralph, Mike, um, Rob, Johnny, and who who else? Who else I'm missing? Was um. What's his name? Oh, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. There you go, Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm gonna ask you, did you listen to One Love, the the, the album that they all uh, they released with Bad Boys? I had no interest in streaming the One Love. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I thought about listening. I, I heard a couple of songs from about One Love, and I'm a kill hunter. I I did not. I was not. For what I heard, I I didn't like it. From what I heard, I did like it. Um, I did hear, I did her hot tonight, and 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 at the time, and at the time, I liked it that song at the time. Like when it came out, I liked it at the time. But as you got older, it didn't age well to me. It didn't age well to me. That song's kind of cheesy. It is, yeah, it is kind of cheesy. It's, it's, it's a song that if it plays, somebody gonna say, "Turn that shit off." <laughs> Basically, basically, is that and, cheesy? Yeah, it, it is. And sadly, sadly, the only song single off this off this album was "Hot Tonight." Because <laughs> what he, what they, what the producers that worked on this album was trying to do was bring in new addition to the current time. Yeah, yeah, to try to make new edition like like um one twelve and stuff like that. But yeah, they got realized that new edition at the time. They were older men, so it didn't, it didn't fit their it didn't fit the narrative. It didn't, it didn't fit it didn't fit them, you know. And people was criticizing that people was criticizing that they were trying to be something they were not, and all this exactly. other stuff. And the videos, yeah, basically something like they, um Donnie Clayton. They tried to make him like freaking Justin Timberlake, and he wasn't Justin Timberlake, you know. Same exact thing. But and of course, yeah. it failed miserably. It, it really did. It did. Um, after that, they 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 got off the label real fast. Yeah, they got off the label real fast. They was they were the having it and they left. But I mean, I do got some chart reviews about this album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this album peaked at number twelve, <laughs> and the, on the top RB and hip hop chart, it peaked at number four. Yeah, uh, let let it carry. Let it carry on. Let it carry on. That means some people heard it. I mean, people heard it. Yeah, people heard it. You heard it, and probably it was on Bad Boy, so you know Bad Boy will be somewhat successful. But yeah, yeah, and don't worry, y'all. Um, special announcement: we do got a special Bad Boy episode, but we're gonna push it back and save next season. So stay tuned for that. Bad Boy, come out and play. Bad Boy versus Rockefeller. 
season three premiere. We're gonna say we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that later. Look, look, that's gonna be a monster episode, fam. Yeah, two part episode. Yeah, two part episode. But but let's get back to but let's get back to this episode. But let's get back to this episode. So before we talk about the next artist, he was in the, he was he was in the group before he got into solo, and he was in a group called Pretty Ricky. So we're gonna start off with his group, Pretty Ricky, and we're gonna start with their first. Well, first thing for high football, Pretty Ricky. Since we met, since we on Pretty Ricky. <sighs> To be honest, at the time, it was annoying to me because these were guys talking about sex all the time and the girls was getting real crazy for them. So having to go to school and hear everybody blasting their songs, it just got real annoying to me really fast. No, I feel you. I feel you. Same kind of of same thing. Like, you know, Frederick was one of those groups that Women were crazy for we went we went to school and we just got annoyed with it. And yeah, I agree with you. Um, around that time, I was a big on you know the talk about too much. I don't I mean, we heard this about sex, but it was about too much sex though. Way too much sex, like you know. Gee, I was I had the freaking clean versions of these songs on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I had I had on the mix CDs, but we're not gonna talk too much on Pretty Ricky. Cause they're not a, the main spot, but spot subject. So one of the artists specifically Pretty Ricky is Pleasure P. He was in this group, and he was in the two two albums with you know the Blue Star and Late Night Special. But then he left in '99, and they came with the self-titled album. So we're gonna do a little review on about Pretty Ricky albums real quick. Blue Star um, peaked to number sixteen. New West they peaked to number five. They went gold. And singles of that album was Grind On Me and Your Body. And I actually like your body. I never hold you. That's so dope. And also nothing nothing but a number. Next album is Late Night Special with Peak to Number One. Peak yeah, to that number was the one. Hotline song, bro. Yeah, that was the Hotline. I, yeah, yeah. I still could stream that anytime. And it's not even like a I never hold that was a dope song. That was a dope song. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, they picked the number one. I remember. Yep. I remember they'll play it every week in the club. They do. They do do to the from day. the um early startup. That yeah, song specifically, they play in the early startup every week. Nah, nah, they do. They do. They really do. Um, this pick to um, the RB track number one album went gold. The singles of this album was on the hotline and push it, baby. And the last album that they came out with. But Pleasant P left this um, self-titled. I'm not going into it because I don't, I don't, I don't I didn't even know this album. But Pleasure also had an album the same year he left called the, the Introduction of Marcus Cooper. So my question to you is, how do you feel about Pleasant P and how do you feel about the, the, uh, the album? Man, I, I I was in love with Under. That was my, that was my joint. Mm. You couldn't tell me nothing about Under. Like, that song was... song was nicely delivered. That song was nicely written. I don't know who who wrote it, if it was a dream or somebody, but it was nice. Like, the beat was synchronized. Like, Boyfriend Number 2 was, was, was also a good second. Like, I was a fan of the singles of this album. That's all I got to say. I didn't really stream the album, but the singles was very strong to me. Oh, 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 you say you want to know who wrote it. I can tell you right now, Tate. 
Tank roll um under. Under. Yep. Tank roll under. Yep. Damn. Maybe he should have delivered it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Remember he did at the he did at the um at the verses the pre show came out. I forgot. He came yeah, yeah, he came out for pleasure. Yeah, he came out for pleasure. Um, I gotta agree with you. I thought it was a, a really amazing song, yo. I love that song too. That was a really amazing song, yo. Shout out to Tank. You no, know, Pleasure Officer wrote it. Uh, Lenny, Boone, Lenny Bune wrote it as well. And yeah, it was a dope song. Um, the other song I like off this album, I didn't listen to the whole album. I, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Pleasure fan, but I also like She Did, did You Wrong. I just like that song too. That's a cool song. I heard it. I heard it when I was doing downloading. So I remember that. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but I can't stand boyfriend number two. Though I'm sorry, it got it got annoying after a while. It got annoying after a while. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Singles off this album was "Did You Wrong," boyfriend number two, and mm-hmm. Anthem. That's right. Do you have a? Anthem was the only favorite song, right? Anthem was my favorite song, man. Okay, so okay, yes, yeah. so we don't we don't have to talk much about this album. Oh, Blue Boys charts, the peak at number ten. And on yeah. top one, top R and B charts, number two. Uh, I think I think I think I think we can carry on to a bigger a bigger R and B artist. He I, was, I didn't know that. I thought he I thought he had a lot of success with this, but it wasn't as big as I thought. Oh, uh, and probably I mean he wasn't nominated for Grammys. He, he didn't win it. He didn't. He was nominated for two Grammys for the oh wow for this album R and B. I mean best R and B album and best R and B song, but that's pretty much it. Right. He did get recognition though. He did recognition, yeah. He did get recognition. But that's that's about a real RB artist, man. And I was doing my research about him. I didn't know he put out Matt Arbors in the two thousands, man. I can honestly say he was one of the most consistent men in the two thousand. Joe Thomas. How you feel about Joe Thomas? That is the man. Joe Thomas is the man. Joe is Joe is one of the one of the greatest R&B singers out there. He's in my, he's literally in my top set for R&B male singers. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you. Maybe, maybe number, maybe in the five. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you, Joey. Very up talented, there, man. Bro. You know, he is up there. He is up there. Joey's very talented, man. I'm still waiting for that versus with Joe versus Brian McKnight. Cause yo, it's supposed to happen. I, I, I no, I don't know, but I'm predicting it. I'm predicting it. I know it was switch for somebody else against Joe. Um, I feel like I don't know. I can't think of really nobody. I feel like Joe and Brian and they would be a perfect match. Oh, you ain't not Pokemon the Premier Boys and Oh, you feel like that was a perfect match, you no, know, for versus. I hope I hope they I hope they don't put somebody else that don't match. Uh, I hope not either. And versus is coming back, so but I just don't know when. But yeah, so um First, so the, the album, first album we're going to talk about for the 2000 is My Name is Joe. How you feel about My Name is Joe? Loved it. It was a great album. Um, I I don't think I heard the whole album a little bit. I heard a lot of songs off this album, though. And yeah, some of the songs are dope. Um, let's talk about the singles. Um, so the singles he had for this album is I Want to Know, Treat You Like a Lady, Stutter. Yep, that is true. Yeah, so what's your favorite song of this album? Stutter, the remix with Mystical, I Wanna Know, Thank God I Found You. 
he oh, actually Nas and Mary, I mean Mariah. Yeah, and that and and Nas, I agree with you. Stutter, stutter the remix. They got I found you, and um, and and I guess I want to know. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, let's do some chart review real quick with Joe. So in the top two hundred charts, it picked number two. In the top 200 charts. All right. Top, top RB hip hop albums went to number one. And this album went three top platinum. It deserved it. It did. It did. You know, shout out to Joe, you know, killing it. But you know, but, but like I said, he, he went on the most consistent RB artists in the 2000s. So he got, he got more. He came up with five albums in the 2000s, y'all. That consistency right there, y'all. That consistency right there. 2001, he came out with Better Days. How you feel about Better Days? I didn't listen to the album. I just know the singles. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that, too. And and what the singles are, Let's Stay Home Tonight, What If A Woman, Is It This The World? I don't know if it's if this is the world. I've never heard that one. Me either. I look at the credit. It's a uh, Pharrell and Hugo wrote it. So now I gotta listen to that. You know, that's two production. I gotta listen to that. So I definitely gotta check that out. But my favorite song was this album, Let Their Home Tonight. Let Their Home Tonight people the remake with Petey Pablo and What If a Woman. What if a woman? Yeah, what if a woman and let's stay home tonight and the remix is definitely for me too. Yeah, I remember I heard the remix on WLS. I was like, oh, now with this, and I heard the remix like, yo, this sounds fire. Nah, Joe, Joe is definitely a legend, man. But geez, the charts on the top two hundred charts, yo, the peak at thirty-two. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, probably better label that year. Yeah, I remember. I, 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 I watched the documentary about Joe on YouTube, and he did have he did have issue with his label. You were right about that. All the top RB hip hop charts is peak at number three, and this album went gold. Ooh, this album did bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely was a better day for Joe in this one. <laughs> Next album, <laughs> and then so how you feel about the album, and then. Oh, this album. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah, this album. Mm, yeah. But how you feel about this album, Roddy? I didn't listen to the album. I just know the singles. Singles, right? Um, kind of the same thing. I'm going to listen to the album. I look at I look at the list right now. And, yeah, I think a lot of the songs I did listen to, it was on, like, big CD. But I didn't listen to the album in full. And, yeah, I agree with you with the singles. Um, The singles of this album is More and More, which were written by... You know, R. Kelly. We also he have a he have he have a demo version as well of the song R. Kelly. How many you played it for me? Yeah, I had it. Yeah, cause I remember I had the CD a long, a long time ago. I had that CD a long time ago for that demo. Of course, I'll ride with you with G Unit, which is fight song, and Priceless. Okay, I didn't know about Priceless. Me either. Me either. So my favorite song is um of course more and more and ride with you. My favorite song as well. Aye, nice. 
chart review um top 200 charts this is with 24 and top rb and hip-hop charts it went to number four and this album with gold slightly better performance yeah better than last album yeah he, he, came ba- he came back his label probably was proud of yeah and the next album we got is ain't nothing like me did you hear this album ain't nothing like me no dang and did i i, I mean I, heard, I mean i know singles of course but i didn't hear the album as a whole i need to listen to more full of joe albums i'm i care to listen to his album now but um Singles off this album was Where You At with Papoose and If I Was Your Man. If I Was Your Man is such a beautiful ass song. It was, it was, it was, it definitely was. And that's one of my favorite songs, um, If I Was Your Man. Also like Where You At. And also like the song called Just Let's Just Do It with Fabulous. God did hear that song before too. But other than that, that's pretty much it. I pretty much say for you the singles, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, top billboard charts. On the top billboard part, they went to number two. Wow, this came back. Yeah, this is just a joke came back. But well, uh, if I was your man was definitely a huge a huge single when it dropped at the it time. Was. So it was. It was, it was. You, you could thank the success from that because I even remember that Power 105 was playing during the day and the, the after hours. I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I remember too. And they played Where, where You At too. They played this album like because I played Where You At They played Where You At too on Hip Hop on Hot 7 and on Power 105. Okay. So, yeah. And all in top um, R&B and Hip Hop went to number one. But this album did not go gold or, or anything like that. The album did have commercial um, success, so so it was it was Joe's first highest album since My Name Is Joe. Mm. Yeah, and then the last wait, is this the last album we're gonna talk about for Joe? Oh no, 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 Joe got two more albums. <laughs> she's Louise, she's man consistent. So the next album we have is. Joe Thomas, New Man. Have you heard this album? Nope. Honestly, I didn't hear that. Honestly, I didn't even know this album came out. I'm not gonna hold you. There's definitely no promotion started getting bad because this I was didn't a promotion really started to be non-existent from him and yeah, he much. probably had to do the independent route because this is when people really didn't know he was bringing out stuff. Yeah, because was this the album with um? Um, what was the single for that song? I don't. Is, is a song? Oh, I, uh, I'm about to tell you right now. Um, he had two singles this album. One of them is called ER Emergency. Oh, I do remember this album now. Emergency Room. I do remember this song now. Emergency Room. And the second one was Why Just Why Just Be Friends. I remember that one. I remember that song. Why Just Be Friends was a single that I remember, but not ER. Yeah, I don't. I like. I. I don't remember ER like that. I remember it now. Cause now I think about it. I thought it was Sirens at the beginning. I remember that song now. Okay, I remember ER now. But it wasn't a song that I liked it though. I do agree with Let's Just Be Friends. Cause that's just Let's Buy Just Be Friends. Cause that was that was a dope song. I actually like that song. Um, chart review. They went to number three on top two hundred charts. No one on our line. No one on our line. Went to number eight 
on the top 200 charts. It also went to number three on the top R&B and hip hop charts. It was also it was number one in the independent charts. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. Cause I remember, I think this week went independent now. So yeah, that's why people didn't know this album because it went independent. And then last but not least, we'll talk about 2009 Signature. So, don't ask me about that. I don't even know what that is. Me, I can't. I can't even talk about that either. I just don't remember the last album for Joe in two thousand in the two thousands. I did not even. Where was the promotion for this? Um, don't know. Come on, he independent now, so you already know when an article independent. Not a lot of people are gonna listen because they indie artists now. They're not mainstream no more. People that are gonna pay attention to independent artists like that, you know. So it's gonna be hard unless you do, do the extra push. <laughs> Yeah. But, but yeah, the singles off this album was Magic and Worst Case Scenario. I never heard it. I mean, I can't even, I can't even give you a favorite song of this album because I never heard this album either. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I'm sorry, Joe. You just, yeah. you just at this point, you probably just um, disappeared in obscurity. I couldn't even keep sad at this point. I think after this album, he did disappear, though, actually. I remember in the documentary, he did take a break, a long break after this album. But, yeah. So, the Billboard charts, they made the Billboard charts, though. On number seven, top 200 Billboard charts. Whoa. Number, number two on R&B hip-hop charts. And number one on independent charts. So, there was some promotion if it made the charts that high. Yeah, no. But I don't know where the hell we were. Like, this was 2009? 2009, yeah, 2009, yeah. But the radio was already shifting away from R&B entirely at that point. Yeah, that's a fact, yeah. Cause that, like, the, the, the so maybe R&B. his songs was out there, but it was overshadowed by all the stuff going on. Yeah, I think the only station that probably would have played it was Derby Alaska. Cause remember, Kentucky was going too. And that was another radio station that played R&B music. And when that station was going, R&B only had one station after a while. One, well, one, one mainstream station. Uh, we so gotta yeah. figure. We well, there's a there's an old school R&B station. There's an old school station now that's on radio, but they gotta bring more old school R&B stations to New York area. I agree, sir. I agree. I'm pretty sure other states have it. But we just don't have it. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent, son. So next article we're gonna talk about is one twelve. How you feel about one twelve? I love one twelve. I love their work. Um, they was one of my favorite groups of the two thousands. Like one twelve was really one of my favorite male groups of the two thousands. Yeah, we're gonna keep it there. So we're gonna talk about the the first album we're gonna talk about is part three. How you feel about part three? Dope. dope it is album. a dope album. It is a dope album. And I hold you, when it first came out, I didn't listen to the album when it first came out. I heard that album around the time the verses with Jagged Edge and 112 happened. And I just started listening to 112 album like consistently. I heard this whole album. Like, Yo, this is a pretty dope album, son. I wish I listened to this album more when I when the, when the, when the time period, you know, stuff like that. So this was a dope album when I reviewed, reviewed it. 
stuff like that. So let's talk about the singles, y'all. Yeah, so, so the singles, the singles we got is Peaches it's and over, Cream. It's, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over now. Peaches and Cream and Death for Me. Mm-hmm. So what songs do you like for this album? This album, they were they were also bringing a lot of um, solo or like some of the artists was doing song takeovers. Like uh, there was a song with Q being the lead and Slim and all this stuff. This was the start of everybody trying to see what they could do. Yep, that's a fact. Because Sweet fact. Love by Sweet Love by Slim is on here. Yeah, three lovers on here. And yeah. if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, there's a song with um with Q being a, a lead. So this was definitely a, a album where people was was starting to see a shift. Yeah. And one twelve being like you know trying to see if they were trying to do the solo thing, but of course, dance with me one um is over now and peaches and cream are my favorite. Um, I agree with you. And I will add players to the list as well. I actually love players, that. nice players. Yeah, players to the love. It um, I believe it's one more to some. I think still oh, still a love, still a love, still a love. I love that. That's always dope too. Oh, and uh, yo, I did not know um Mario Winans wrote pieces of Queen. No, that's news to me. I didn't know he did it. He did that too. I didn't know that. I know. I mean, of course, I knew about Mario Winans and Bad Boys. I didn't know he wrote pieces of Queen. That's that's shocking to me. That's shocking to me. So um, let's get the let's do the chart review. Let's see how one chart did. So for the top two hundred charts, this went to number two. Top RB hip hop charts went to number one. This album went went platinum. And oh, this was this was a dope album, man. Uh, this was a dope album. Yeah. Next week, next we got hot and wet. Hot and wet. Yeah, how you feel behind wet? This was um okay for me, but just okay. Yeah, I agree. I I I, ha- I heard I had this album. This was an okay album for me as well. It, it was- wasn't a best. It wasn't a best effort, and I don't know if it's because they had made the merge from Bad Boys to Strictly Interscope, so they had different creators. Mm-hmm. But I've yeah, noticed. Right. As a as a as a diehard fan, to be honest, I noticed the shit. That's why I got. Yeah, say. yeah, you're right, you're right. And no, actually, they still though. It would I know the label that was in Bad Boy and, and Death Soul. So it was a merger. Yeah, they talked about a merger. It was merger. It was merger. Yeah, it was. Yep. So it was a lot of creative hands. If you know what I mean. Yeah, because I just read it right now that they lost um, creative control. <sighs> oh no! So wonder it sounded like this. So one drove left Bad Boy. Yeah, and it, and it went to um, Death Soul. So, yeah. No wonder the album sounded like that. Yeah, yeah. So the, the um, singles of this album, they have four singles. Wow. I I, I know three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Na 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 with um Super Cat. Of course. Hot, hot and wet. I believe that was um. Ludacris. 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 Right, right here for you, and give it to me. I don't. I don't know. Right here for you. I, I know. Right here for you. That's my, that's my song. I'll check it out later. Yeah. So my favorite is Na Na Na, Hot and Wet, and the remix of Hot and Wet with Chinky. Chinky's in the remix. Man, There's a Hot and Wet with Chinky. Oh, yeah. 
Ludacris and Ludacris and Chingy on a remix. That gotta be good. Yeah, that's dope. Also, um, Man's World, All My Love, and right here for you. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, this album has some songs. I know the album has, it has some stuff. It was yeah. just different. Yeah, I know. I, I, when you're a lot more fan of a of a of a group or artist, you you can sell the shit. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You. That's all I gotta say. You definitely I'm not right. I'm saying it was bad, but I just noticed. Yeah, you no, you're definitely right. So, Billboard tries a top two hundred, twenty-two, the highest peak. Ooh. And number, yeah, twenty-two. Yeah. And top R&B hip hop number four. Damn. So I'm not the only one who noticed the shift. Yeah, I look at the review. Well, don't give it two stars, <laughs> and all and all music give it no two and a half. Yeah, gee, Louise, this was that good album, son. Gee, Overall, it wasn't it wasn't their best work. I'm just saying. Yeah, it wasn't. So the next album was Pleasure and Play and Pain. I I, I I brought this album. I brought this album, so I didn't, so I know. But how you feel about this I album? Did? Yeah, I brought. Yeah, I got this album. I got this album in my house in my crate. Like I, didn't, I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it honestly. I gotta listen to it. Yeah, and I think this album they were full. They were full on with the soul. There's no more bad boy. Complete. They they complete the old bad boy. This album. So, but yeah. you already know with Foxy, that is the joint. Yeah. I like Foxy version than the original. I just don't see Foxy version on Apple. I agree. Yeah, um, you already know. I agree. Um, this, for some reason, they're not on streaming service. For some reason, I don't know why. I do not know why. And it's annoying. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. This album was. I brought it. This album was I. Um, I, I got a lot of songs that I like for this album, though. But this, this was I. Was it? It was my. It was their best album. But it was a cool album, you know. Was it compared to Part Three and this? What do you say? Two part three, part three. <laughs> this boy probably better than Hot Wet though. Okay. They're probably oh. better than Hot Wet. Hey, look at the reviews. It was, they, they got better reviews for this album than than Hot Wet. <laughs> so singles on this album was you already know and what if you already know it was a monster single. It was. That's oh, the only out. single that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Garrett. Was he did? Yeah, he wrote on um, you already know. Yeah. Oh, that man, that man did a good job on that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I mean my favorite songs off the album is Let 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 This Go. You already know. Nowhere features Jermaine Dupree. Or we also dropped the Ultra Roller and Brian Michael Cox. Brian, oh yeah, you got Brian Miners right in the on last no. The way with Jermaine Dupree. Like this I I gotta take it up. I actually like this album actually. Why can't we get along? What the, what, what the hell do you want? Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was pretty good, actually. I, got I guess that. I gotta check it out. That was pretty good, actually. Is it must listen? Yeah, yeah, it's a must listen. It's a must listen. I still listen to some of the song today. Definitely, uh, What the Hell Do You Want, son. That was a really intense song, son. That was a really intense song. Did they, um, did they switch up the leads for this? Like, how was the, um... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They switched it up. Yeah, I believe there's some. I'm trying to remember. I believe that they switched it up. All of them, all of them had a chance. All of them had, had a chance. Cause after this album, they always solo. But but, but we gonna get to that when we get to that. But um, they get to the Billboards. 
on the Billboard charts, they went to number four with top 200 Billboard charts, number two for top R&B hip hop charts, and the album with gold. Job well done, guys. Yeah, it was, man. And it's crazy because the next one to an album after this was 2017. So, yeah. And all of them, all of them were solo. All of them were solo after this. But we were talking about one specific artist who had an album around the time was Slim. And Slim had his first solo album, which was Love Crazy. How you feel about Slim and how you feel about Love Crazy? I did not check out the album, to be honest. But I believe Slim did good. Um, I heard the album later down the line. It, it was it was a, it was an eye album, you know. It was an eye album, stuff like that. They but, still um, stream so fly in the club during every every week. Of course, man. Of course, they run that song. They do, and the singles off this album was "So Fly," you know, with um, Shorty Low and um, Jock. Good Loving with Ryan Leslie and Fabulous, and Hills on and Apologize, which I didn't even know that was a single. But yeah, who would you? Oh, Young Bird, Young Bird was on that album. When Young Hitmaker, Hitmaker was on was on that song. But yeah, so um, um, honestly, I go have to see the singles. So Fly and Good Loving were my favorites, and also Bedtime Stories because that was a good song. I brought that song on iTunes. Mm. Yeah, that was a good song. Good bedtime stories. But maybe, but maybe I feel like maybe I should give this album a chance. I didn't give this album a full chance before, so I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to the album in, in full. And you just like the singles, right? Yeah, just I only know, I only know so far. Okay, got it, got it. So top two hundred Billboard charts they went to they went to number thirty two. <laughs> You would have yeah. thought that since he was um, he was a lead artist in the group that he would have had the on uh, the back of a lot of people. Yeah. True, but you know, but sometimes not always a lot of lead artists really do good like that though. If you think about it. So I mean Majority of them do. I mean a lot of a lot of them do, but some don't some don't. It's, some people have no no not first not first album success. No. It, it happens. Yeah. It happens. It happened, yeah. It, it is what it is. And top RB and hip hop charts, it went to number four. Damn, I even number one. Yeah, and then, and then I go with no platinum status and nothing like that. Damn, so, bro. Yeah, so next I would have thought that So Fly would have saved it. Yeah, I mean, So Fly was a good song. Yeah, I hold you, but yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe the follow up single dead. I didn't know about the last single. So, um,. So yeah, but let's talk about the next artist who was signed to Murder Inc. Let, let's talk about Lloyd. How you feel about Lloyd? Lloyd, how I feel about Lloyd, I just thought he was okay, and that's it. Like I wasn't a huge Lloyd fan to be honest. I agree. Um, Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd grew on me later. I didn't, I didn't really like Lloyd. At first, he grew on me when we get to the second album. I started to like Lloyd a little bit more. So, you know, the first album called Southside. How you feel about Southside? I love Southside. Um, I 
didn't oh, you mean as the um album or the, the album, album? Album itself, yeah, the album itself. Oh nah, I heard a couple songs from Southside, but it wasn't my cup of tea to be honest. Mm, okay, okay. Um, but I like the song Southside. Okay, got it. Um, I agree. Um, I didn't like the song itself like that. I didn't he, heard that. Song. I don't know. Something about Lloyd did not impress me during the first album. So I was struggling. Like he just wasn't talented enough in my eyes. Yeah, I guess you could say the same thing. I mean, it was, uh, there's I, some people I, that liked him that was hard for him, but more than likely it was more because of his looks and stuff. But that's just how I felt about Lloyd. Uh, like I said, I, I, know, I wasn't really a big fan of Lloyd first album, but I did like a couple of songs go to first album. But that's pretty much it. That's really it. Um, singles off this album were Southside and Hey Young Girl. Songs I like for this album was. For this feel right, feel so right. Hey, young girl, and I believe take it low. And I think that's it. What about you? Just Southside. I didn't like that though. <laughs> Alright, so the chart. That's the chart review. The album went to number. We peak at number eleven in the top two hundred charts. Top R&B hip hop charts is number three. So yeah, let's just carry on. Next we got Street Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this album I did listen to. Okay. Yeah, and I definitely enjoyed this album for real. I literally got I literally had majority of the songs on my iPod. That's how good this album was. And also also they too they too one of my exes. She was another person that put me onto this album. Also, thanks to they to, you know, people I know who sent me some of these songs too. So yeah, but a lot of people play a big part on like this this album, man. I like this album. I like this album as a whole. This was this was one of Lloyd's best albums. Let's say that. I'm gonna say that here. This is one of Lloyd's best albums. This is the album that introduced me to him as a as a fan. Like he actually did grow and do his did his thing on this album. I agree. I agree, yo. And I talk about the singles, man. No, first we got you with Lil Wayne, which was a big song. That was a big song. Yeah. Get a, get a shorty with Young Young, young Jack. But young Jack was in a remix. And Player Player. I didn't know Player Player. I, I know, I know Player Player. I know Player Player. That's a cool song. Cool song. So what were your, what were your favorite songs to drop? You and Hazel. I, I know and for me... What you want to do is, is also a good listen to. Like I remember hearing that. Nice. I know for me is you, um, you remix with Andre Three Thousand and Nas, um, get a shorty, play a player, and Street Love. Yeah, but yeah, this was a good album for me. Yeah, this was a good album. On the Billboard charts, the peak at number two on the top two hundred Billboard charts. Top R&B hip hop charts went to number two. And this album with gold. Oh wow! More, only gold. Yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I thought he would have made platinum for this. Yeah, for real, right? I agree. Especially with you, benefit them, you like all for the strength of you alone running the radio at that time. Oh my god, I agree. I remember when I first heard this song, yo. I was like, yo, what is? This? I heard it on my CDs. So I didn't know what it was. Anything. 
I heard it on my CD, but the thing was, the song wasn't listed on my CD. So I heard it, so I got a CD, and, and they had the wrong song on the CD. Like, the song that I printed on the CD had a wrong song playing it. So I heard the song, I heard the way, like, yo, what is this? They had Lloyd, like, yo, like, yo, this Lloyd? And I was like, yo, this is fire. But this was not playing the radio yet, though. Everybody caught on a year later. Damn, it's been a year after that, huh? Yeah, yeah, like like when they when they when they play this on the radio, I like I, I was like about time. I was like about time, like could they could someone them get picked up? And it was at the time when Lil Wayne was about to pick up too with the when the quarter three. He was, yeah. he was on his he was on his killer spree, <laughs> going going to people tracks at the tracks at the tracks, and that when I became a Lil Wayne fan as well. This was one of the songs that I became a fan of with Lil Wayne. Too so, yeah. Like this, this album with the double albums. You was an amazing song, man. Yeah, man. I wish it, I wish I wish it would have been. I wish it would have been, been higher. I wish it would platinum, son. Me too. It deserved to be platinum. What happened? I agree, son. I agree. So next album we got is Lesson and Learn, and they would no longer um, murder ink. They called the ink, and it was his last album on the ink. Like, you know, Earl Gotti got a little crazy after the fact. <laughs> so, how you feel about? We know, we know the story. We know the story. Just about the documentary. <laughs> so, how you feel about "Lesson and Learn," "Lesson and Love"? Um, this was a song about girls around the world. Yeah, that yeah. was the only song I listened to. I didn't listen to the album. Mm. Um, I I heard this. I heard this album later. This was an alright. This was okay. This was an alright album. So it was an alright album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it goes around with the dope song. Let's look at the singles of this album. Oh yeah, okay, I remember this now. Um so the singles are How We Do It Around Around My Way. Oh, I remember that song. How We Do It Around My Way. Then of course we had Girls Around the World Girls Around the World with Lil Wayne again. And yeah, yeah of the Lovers. Yeah, man. So you say you so you just say girls around the way for you, right? Yeah, that's it. I know for me is girls around the world and the year of the lovers was like my favorite song on this album. And yeah, let's see how it do in the charts. Um, Billboard charts they went to number seven, top two hundred Billboard charts, number one on the R and B hip hop charts, and that's pretty much it. This was the last album on the Ink, and yeah, that's it. Next we're gonna talk about Drew Hill. Like, how you feel about Drew Hill as a whole? I love Drew Hill, but to be honest, I did not, I did not know. Like, I did not um, feel feel what they was doing during this era. Mm. Yeah, um, Drew Hill was cool. You know, I always been a fan of Drew Hill. Drew Hill was in the two thousands. They became a five-man group in the 2000s. They had a one-man in 2004. Woody left, <laughs> but um, Drew Hill just ran out of cool. You know, um, you know they came with the album Drew Hill older. So how you feel about the album? I only like I only like the um, the single. I should I, be. I should be. <laughs> but it wasn't strong enough to make me want to listen to the album as a whole. I feel you. I feel you. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Sometimes, sometimes the the first song 
have to have to want me to listen to the album. Yeah, unless I'm already. Even if I'm already a diehard fan, if the first single don't deliver and I'm a diehard fan, I won't. I won't even look for it. I agree. I agree with you. I know for me, um, same thing. Oh, let's talk about single. Single album is "I Should Be," "I Love You," and "No Doubt." I know. I don't. I don't remember "No Doubt." Me either. Me either. I know you know that was a single. Honestly, I know about "I Love You." Yeah, um, I did like the "I Love You." And I did like a I Should Be to go to the only two songs I like off this album. Mm-hmm. And yeah. On the Billboard chart, top 200 Billboard charts, 21. And the top 102 Billboard charts. Number, um, top RB hip hop charts, number two. And this song with gold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next, we got another consistent music artist in the 2000s, Music Soul Child. Which is another artist who inspired me about to do music. Yeah, how you feel about Music Soul Child, man? I love Music Soul Child. What do you mean? <laughs> nah, he a dope body. That's my boy right there. Nah, he definitely a dope body. Oh, he always enjoyed music. Like I said, he another um, person that inspired me to do music. Especially his third album. I got the, my first music name, Soul Star. All because of his third album. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I was excited about him too. So, yeah. So, let's talk about this, this first album. I just want to sing. Man. My thing about music, I don't, I'm, I wasn't an album person with him, but the singles were like in, so enjoyable. So, I just got to say, all the singles for me. Okay, got it, got it. Um, kind of the same. Um, I didn't really listen to the album. I listened to this album, not the, this album in full, but songs that they heard, it was dope. And yeah, I, I look at the reviews. Was this the album the, huh? What was the singles off this one again? Oh, I'll tell you right now. Just, a fr- Just Friends. Love, which was a big song. And Gordon Next Door. So... I didn't like Girl Next Door like that. Um, it grew to me later. But I, I did like the Just Friend. I like, you know, I love Love. Cause love is an amazing song. But yeah, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really listen to the album at four. I, I think I need to. But yeah. Let's talk about charts. Um, for On the Billboard chart, 200 charts, it went to number 24. For R&B and Hip Hop charts, it went to number 4. And this album with platinum. So next we're gonna talk about Just Listen. It came out in 2002. I feel about Just Listen. Just Listen was a good second album. I only listen to the singles. Yeah, no, I I I brought this album. Man, this album. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, the album was a dope album. Let's do some fun facts, a little bit fun facts. The album debuted at number one when it first came out in the top 200 Billboard charts. Number one, damn. Yep. Debuted at number one. It's been on the been on the it's been 35 weeks on the countdown. The album was also nominated for best R&B album in the 2003 Grammys. You know, you know, mm. just uh, just yeah. 
Singles, singles off this album was something. It is singles off this album was he had a had crazy and don't change. Nah, he had a. Nah, I'm not even gonna lie. I remember he had a good year for R and B. Like this, this the singles alone have was 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 monster. monster. Yeah. Yeah, he so did, I, he I know, I know he had, I know he had to have success because those singles were, were very great. Yeah, it was, it was for real and stuff like that. Um, I agree. He, um, my favorite song off the album had "Crazy" and also "Don't Change" and something, which was a Beatles hit, something, which was pretty, which was pretty dope, you know. So let's do Billboard chart review, um, top 200 charts. It went to number one. Top R&B charts went to number one. Um, plat- it went platinum. And yeah, our next album we're gonna do is Soul Star. How you feel about Soul Star? Soul Star was dope. It's a dope follow up. Mm. Yeah, it was a cool song. It was a cool album. You know, cool album, stuff like that. What were your favorite singles on this album? What were your favorite songs on this album? What were the singles? Um, the singles were for the night and and who knows. For the night was definitely my favorite single. No, I agree. For the night was my favorite, and the and the intro song "So Star," <laughs> of course, and stuff like that. On um, the Billboard charts, is peak at number thirteen. And and top a uh, Billboard chart, top R&B hip hop Billboard chart to number three, and went gold. All right, next album we're gonna do for music is Love and Music. Yeah, Love and Music is the next album. Have you heard this album? Yeah. Wait, not the album. I just know the singles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, singles on this album was Buddy and Teach Me. Teach me. I love both of them equally. Um, I love the I love those two, and I love Better Man as well. My favorite song was the album, and Make You Happy as well. I like that song too. Make You Happy. You you recommend those oh, songs? Yeah. Also, Greater Love, Greater Love as well. Yes, Greater Love as well. So yes, what's I the name of the album? Love and Music. All right. I'll definitely be checking that out. I um uh, Billboard charts went to number one on top two hundred Billboard charts. Number one for R&B and hip hop charts. This album had Teach Me, you said, right? Yep, yeah, this album had Teach Me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Teach Me is such an amazing ass song. That's a beautiful song, son. That is a beautiful song. People, people still put Music Soul Child on their Instagram behind stuff. Like, you don't understand how impactful his songs are. Yeah. And most of them fit. Fit like love and happiness themes. A lot of them for him. No, I agree, sir. I agree. That's yeah. Teach me is a beautiful song, man. Yes. And and next album we gotta do is on my radio, which is the last album from, from Music in the Two Thousand. How you feel about on my radio? I didn't listen to the album, but I know the singles. I mean, this album was cool. I heard the whole album. This album was cool and stuff like that. Single on this album was Radio, 
Um, if you leave with uh, Mary J. Blige, I believe they were nominated for a Grammy off that song, and and beautiful. So, so beautiful. beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah. Don't talk to me about so beautiful, son. That's another beautiful song, man. That is another beautiful song. Yeah, like yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be running that. I'll be running that every chance I get. Yo, that song. Too. My no, me God, too. Boy. Nah, nah, me too, son. Like. Uh, me too, sir. That, I would love that song right there, man. My favorite song off the album is Radio and So Beautiful. Yeah, man, beautiful song. For me, it's just so beautiful. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily wasn't on the bandwagon of If You Leave because it was just, it was just so huge on radio play. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, yeah, it got um. It got annoying fast because of the radio I played. I agree. I agree. It only did it because of Mary. So, I agree. And it's that. like, I don't listen to radio these days, but like, during those times, I would like, come home from from high school and tune into the, um, the, the, the countdowns in the afternoon. And best believe, this was definitely on. Yeah. But, you know, before we go, we go up do like a five man, we go play a radio game called Five Artists. And I'm actually five artists, and you name me your favorite song of that era of the 2000s. Okay. Only five artists. So I'm gonna start off with Martel Jordan. Oh. <laughs> when you get home tonight, once upon a time, um, superstar. I don't know, you said that Get get It On Tonight was before 2000, alright? Yeah, yeah, that was 1999. I only have three for him, because, yeah, that's it. Um, for me, I'm not, um, I don't think I have a few sold for Montel in the 2000s. So, I'm going so to pass on Montel for this one. So, next article I'm going to say, KC Jojo. Name a favorite song off that 2000 era for KC Jojo. Tell me it's real and life. Was that 2000? I think that was ni- I think that was the 90s. I believe. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I would say crazy. Crazy was 2000. I know that. But yeah, but that's my favorite song. I'm gonna say crazy. I'm gonna say crazy. Crazy I, was good. Huh? Crazy was good. Yeah, crazy. Alright, what about J Wine? Any song that he, he did in the 2000s? I gotta look it up because I. I would say not in Um, I I could give you I could give you an example there. I could give you an example. So if I had to say for Dreamwine, I would say last chance and differences. Well, I know one thing. He has in in those jeans during this time. Oh, oh, oh yeah. All right, right, right. In those jeans, it's Denji. Denji. Denji and, and love you more every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because I honestly heard I Love You More Every Day on WBLS. Mm-hmm. But why Why was I freaking hanging out with my bro and he had that in his play? I was like, wait a minute. How oh, you wow. know? He, said, he said, this is a song I think about when I think about my lady. I said, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> be like yeah, I'm, on, I'm being honest too, bro. No, no, it'd be like this. It'd be like this, son. All right, next artist we got is Tyrese. Name a Tyrese song from the 2000 era. 
You want me to go first? Nah, I got this. You got this? All right. All right. How are you going to act like that? Okay. Yep. Number one. Uh, yep. Yep. I think um, I think that's it because I think anything else I would name it not but um I agree how you go at, how you go to act like that um uh, for falling in love with you that was also two thousand that was all stuff two thousand oh what am I what am I what am I gonna do what am I gonna do there you go that's what I'm gonna say when it's this time you're falling yeah and in two thousand oh no that was two thousand ten the song you have a little first what song you have a little first I think it's called as too easy. Oh yeah, I think about two thousand. Well, I mean two thousand ten. Oh, but someone loaded John. Turn you out. I don't know. You, you never heard that one? You listen to the. I probably heard it, but I probably didn't care. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. Because I'm pretty got sure it. it was a single. Got it. All right, so okay, give me a song from Michael Jackson and Invincible. Are you asking me? You're gonna have. We talk about Invincible, it's going to be Butterflies, it's going to be Having to Wait, it's going to be Break of Dawn, and Rock My World. Um, I agree with you, Butterflies, Having to Wait, Break of Dawn, and the one in the song with Biggie. And the song with That's Biggie. That's on too. And let's see, one more artist who, um, let's see, who else, who, what other, give, give me an artist, give me an artist, give me, I made an artist from 2000. Ever. Maxwell? Mm, Maxwell. Um, woo, what song came out in 2000? I mean, you go for it. What song? What's your favorite Maxwell song for 2000? Well, I know for 2000, he was all over the place. He didn't make too much albums. He had pretty wings. Pretty, that was 2000 for real? Yeah, that was 2000. Oh, then, then oddly, then after, <laughs> I was gonna say pretty much, yeah, pretty, yeah, then that's okay, that, that, that was a tough for real, gee, the wheeze. And this woman's work was 2001. Yeah, I thought, I don't know why I thought, um, pretty wheeze was 2010. Yeah, it was 2009. Yeah, 2009, yep, yeah, pretty wings and bad habits. And, yeah, that's it for the old school show. Thank y'all for listening to this long episode of Old School Show. Thank you for tuning in. And you stay to the end. I thank y'all for listening. And look out for part two of the R&B scene where we will be discussing women R&B artists. Oh on my gosh. On the next episode of the Old School Show. And you ain't know my co-host, bro. Welcome back you know, to the show again. And it's always fun to do it with a few, and we're gonna do many more. And yeah, um, we'll go back and yo, tell everybody um, where they can reach you and everything that you're doing. Well, you can reach me on Instagram as the star Roddy Rod. Um, on Instagram, I ain't gonna tell you how to spell the star, but Roddy Rod is R O D D Y R O D. Definitely subscribe, keep up with me. I do. I do um, also the Premier Boys podcast with me, King Talk Sands, and the Chief Mally Mao. And, you know, I do do a couple podcasts here and there. You know, I'm on my podcast tour. So if you are a podcaster and you want to wanna have me on your show, definitely reach out to me. We can set that up. 
So yeah. There you go. Also, he might got a pocket show on his own coming soon as well. Stay tuned though. Work, working title at the moment, but coming real soon. Coming real soon. And you know, thank you, and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Jim, and I'm Jim at the podcast and the Premier Boy podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast Spinoff Shows. And Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast has many spinoff shows, but we're going to talk about this one fan favorite spinoff show called The Old School Show with myself and the Star Writer Rod, where we talk anything old school from movies, music, TV shows, childhood memories, and many more. Love the show. Because of this nostalgic feel. And it's always been fun when we have many special guests come to the show. And, you know, if you want to check out this, this spin-off show, y'all can check it out every 4th and sometime 5th Sunday at 12 a.m. Every 4th and sometime 5th Sunday at 12 a.m. Also, we have another spin-off show called A Conversation About Music Podcast, where we talk to many unsigned artists about their new journey, and we play that song on the show. So, Many audience could know about the music. I wanted to play a platform from from unsigned artists so they could come on the show and so we could spread the word so everybody could take the time and take out their music and stuff like that. Also on the show, we have many um, roundtable discussion about music. And if y'all want to check out this show, y'all can check it out every first Sunday at 12 a.m. Every first Sunday at 12 a.m., you can check out both spin-off shows on Mr. Gentleman Like the Pocket Network. And of course, we have many more spin-off shows coming real soon. But you can check out the old school show and a conversation about New Podcast right now. And this is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman from Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. And have a good day or night wherever you're listening to this episode. Now back to the show. I just want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to the latest episode with the gentleman like the pocket presents the old school show. Thank you to my co-host, the star Rider ride for, you know, doing the show with me. You know, it's good to have you back and yeah, I'm looking forward to the next three episodes of the old school show. So we can end season two, right? And y'all can also check him out on the premier way podcast with myself, Aaron Kito Sand, star Rider ride. Long live the Chief Mountain Mal. Season three, episode one is out now. Check it out. Season three, episode one is out now. Have I returned to the Premember Podcast? Just listen to the show. And y'all already know, Mr. Gentleman, like that pocket presents. The old school show. We will be back with another new episode next Sunday at 12 a.m. Season six returns January 29th. Season 6 of Mr. Gentleman, Light Down Pocket Return, January 28th. January 28th. Also alongside with Mr. Gentleman, Light Down Shoutouts. Also, we're bringing them back around the 28th as well. So, there will be no shoutouts during this spin off series. So, yeah, they ain't doing no shoutouts until the main series is back in, in progress, which is January 28th. Also, January 20th. With the gentleman, like that pocket four year anniversary, 
January 20th. So check that out. This Thursday, with the gentleman, Lifestyle Pocket Presents, Date Night Talk Podcast. Myself and Ms. Bonner B returns this Thursday at 12 p.m. Y'all already know both of the Old School Show and Date Night Talk Podcast. We are bringing you the final four episodes of this current season's four, final four episode of the Old School Show, final four episode of season one of Date Night Talk Podcast. So yeah, so look out Check out the O2 spin-off series in the next couple of weeks. It complicated my new podcast return in March. And more info on that coming real soon. If you want to be a guest on Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, y'all can DM me, Ken Unscoop Mr. Gentleman. I repeat Ken K-E-N Unscoop Mr. M-R Gentleman G-E-N-T-L-E-M-A-N or email me about your yourself. And everything that you do to my email, Ken YPGENT at gmail.com. Ken YPGENT at gmail.com. Y'all can check out Mr. Gentleman, like that pocket, each night, Sunday, 12 p.m. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, All Heart Radio, Amazon News, and Composite, many more. Y'all can rate the show, five star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Composite, Pod Chases. The more you rate the show, the more people know about Mr. Gentleman. Like the podcast. Add me on Good Pod, Kim, Mr. Gentleman. You can check out everybody's show, see what everybody listening to. Y'all can recreate each other for show, and we have the charts. So at this time, I will give y'all the chart review. And right now, I will be giving y'all the Good Pod charts. And as of right now, Mr. Gentleman, Like the podcast is number 14 on the top 100 charts. And number 11, on the indie charts, Mr. Gentleman, like the pocket is still number one for society and culture. We've been number one for 11 days, and yeah, we're about to beat our current reign to a being number one for society and culture. So, yeah, thank you for continuing to listen to Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast. Also, top 100 episodes, we are number 14. On the normal charts, number 30 for the indie chart for the random end of the year episode. So, thank y'all for checking out you know, the episode. Also, thank you for getting this episode number one for two days, the random end of the year episode. So, I thank y'all, and it really means a lot. And thank you for continuing to support Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Check out the website, Mr. Gentleman. Like the podcast website, www.realwiththegentlemanlikethepocket.com. www.realwiththegentlemanlikethepocket.com. You can check out every episode, watch every video, check out every guest, check out the blogs. You can check out the latest blog. Well, 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 you can check out my interview on Voic LA. You can check out every podcast appearance I've been on. And y'all can buy merch and many more. Buy merch from the Tea Public and buy me coffee. And yes, support Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. And once again, thank y'all for tuning in to this latest episode of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast Presents, the old school show, myself and the star Riding Ride. Another new episode of the old school show next Sunday at 12 a.m. Date Night Talk Podcast with myself, Mithana B, this Thursday at 12 a.m. And have a good day or night wherever you're listening to this episode.
Hi, Miracles. It's Mariah Dumas, and you are now tuned in to Mr. Gentleman's Lifestyle Podcast.